Tigger sex. <laughs> <laughs> is Garfield invited? To the Tigger sex. As per sex. our previous conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you can. <laughs> previous conversation, yeah. Yeah. He'll be licking my face. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Geeks! Geeks! Hello, and welcome to episode 32 of Geeks! Geeks! Geeks. The world's number one entertainment Geeks. podcast recorded in this room. I'm your host, Al White. I've never shaved my legs. I don't like group sports, and my first girlfriend left me for my best friend. Joining me today for this very oh, special God. podcast. I can't believe you never shaved your legs. Ooh, gosh. <laughs> Ouch. Legs. God, I'm, I'm sorry. I've never Tamara. felt that smooth kind of feel. Kind of kinky. Tamara with his dolphin legs that he yeah. has. Um, joining me today, very special podcast. He's just not that into you, Alexander Chard. I'm just not. Phantoms, Nate Hurts. And okay. very special guest, Jersey girl, Nicola Petrides. Petridas. Petridas. Really? I've it's never said your one. second name out loud, I'll be honest. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's usually pet rides, so you're doing well. Pet rides. <laughs> oh, I like that. Jersey girl, Nicola pet rides. I had another one for Justin with Reindeer Games. They're all Ben Affleck films. Ah, ah, that's the connection. That's always a connection every week. I'm waiting to the point where people are inquisitive about the connection, but they're not. I just have to say it. Wait, what was, what was Nate's? <laughs> the Phantom. The Phantom. And Phantoms. Oh, not the, the Phantom with Billy Zane. No, no. You know, in Jane Silent Bob's right back. Where they keep going, yeah, everyone's being mean about Ben Affleck, including Ben Affleck playing not himself, yep. talking about Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. And then they mm-hmm. all agree, yeah, but he was the bomb in Phantoms. Yeah. Hmm. It's a weird little horror film. Yeah. No? Right. I haven't seen Phantoms. I haven't seen that, no. Phantoms of the Operas? Yes. <laughs> I've seen that. Yes. So much heartache. <laughs> um, Nicola. Hey. How you doing? I'm freaking awesome. Oh, fuck. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is the wrong room to be in <laughs> because we're all just sad Yeah, inside. it's okay. You'll beat me down. Um, so we have been friends for years. Yeah. How long are we talking? Um, I'd say 2012. 2012. Is that when? That's when we did it. Confirmed. Great. Oh, (laughs) gosh. (laughs) So we worked on a project together. Uh, Yeah, so we met on Spider-Man Eclipse, which you uh, did. I would say you're my production manager, but you did a billion things on that. So I don't even know what to call you for that. You were a producer and lots of things. And Spider-Man. manager. Played Spider-Man. You did all the parkour. I did. did yeah. All, yeah, did all the. She played the uh, webbing. Yeah, yeah, I did all the CG as well. You did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah. Very <laughs> grateful for that. Recently got a pimp. Cause I was just on the um, kind of funny games podcast, and they very kindly pimped it out. So more people are going now and looking awesome. at it again and stuff, which is nice. Um, anyway, um, I haven't seen you in a couple of years now. Yeah. No, but, well, year and a half. Year and a half. Because mm-hmm. you are off traveling around the world and doing cool things. I make people cry when I show them the videos, and they go, "Fuck this lady." She's off jumping off cliffs and doing surfing and scuba diving, water-related things most of the time. Most of the time. I've been in the sky for the last six months. It Literally just in the sky for six months? Uh, well, up and down every 20 minutes. <laughs> every 20 minutes? Every 20 minutes, what? yeah. I don't understand. What? I've been doing a lot of skydiving. Really? Yeah. So do you cool. do uh, tandem skydiving? Are you attached to someone or are you, are you solo flyer? No, I'm not yet a solo flyer, but we're looking into it because we've been filming people skydiving, tandems and solos, and uh, going up in the plane, coming down on the plane, going up in the plane, jumping out of the plane, going up in the plane again, coming down on the plane. So how many jumps have you done in, like, what's the most you've done in one day? Oh, no, I've done, I've done six in total. Ah, okay. Right. But the most planes I've been up in in one day has been five. Oh, so I've done five loads. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's um that's five times seven tandems jumping out. So I've seen 35 people. I've been filming 35 <laughs> people jumping out. <laughs> how, how do people, yeah. does it, you know, because do people not want to jump? Is that general? It's really interesting. She's I think the pusher. That's her. <laughs> oh, really? yes. I kick people out of the door. No, I, um, uh, it's been really interesting. Most people don't grasp what's going on. And so they just kind of roll with it. 
But um, the people who jump later, they get the real thrills because they see everyone jump out beforehand and they feel the plane buck and oh, all that. Oh, yeah. really? oh cause the weight the plane bucks? Yeah, it does. Yeah, oh, you're, losing, you're losing 100 kilos in one plane. go, at wow. least. Well, 150 <laughs> kilos. I mean, how do people like, what do you mean? Like they, they're, they're sort of like in a uh, kind of like suspended disbelief state yeah they're sort of like all right well, well oh, whoops yeah <laughs> like as opposed to like being Actually, like yeah oh, okay i've like meticulously planned for this like yeah i'm obviously i felt the takeoff like i know where i am mm-hmm. people just don't want to they most people don't don't really want to think about it and i think that's the the whole point because you're you you're going along the plane it's you know going at full pelt you've got the door open and your legs are dangling outside of the plane with no, some dude you've only met this morning strapped to your back and there's nothingness underneath you. And the whole point is to jump out. And I think that's so what a very if you weird concept for a lot of people. And then you like you you land and you have that combo like yeah, yeah I felt it. But it would it be in warm. your because you're wearing like a onesie thing, right? So it'd be No you're not. Oh you're not. You oh. can legally skydive naked in Australia. You have to wear shoes and yeah. <laughs> Australia. <laughs> Get your kid off. <laughs> These draconian shoe laws. Oh, I can't. So they tell you, as you come through immigration, yeah. like, mm-hmm. get that uh, jacket off, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and those shorts, they can go as well. Put them on. Can you actually tell us uh, what you do then? Like pimp out your, sure. your site and your business. And your All right. Okay. So I'm, I'm a film producer. Um, I mm-hmm. have done various um, independent shorts and a feature. And... Um, over the last two and a half years, I've been working for Rat and Dragon, which does travel content for the global travel market, mostly youth and adventure travel market. So we've done some really cool stuff, and it's ratanddragon.com. Cool. Check it out. Is that what you spell the yeah. and, or is that an ampersand? No, it's, it's a, an actual, a, an actual and. and, yes. Actual and. Do you guys have, you have a Facebook page as well? We do, yeah. It's also Rat and Dragon. You'll probably find it under Rat and Dragon Productions. There's two. There's one that has a duck as a facebook profile picture oh, and that that's not us i have no idea who they are they're swedish outfits they I don't have anything ones. up there um but our one has a little logo it's a as a dark gray dragon and a light gray rat rat and dragon i'll rat check it out mm-hmm. sounds cool yeah it's fun sounds like a pub i would frequent in the uk like the slug and lettuce yeah, <laughs> yeah, i was exactly. down to rat and dragon <laughs> <laughs> Um, so where are you off to next? Because you were here because you had a film and a festival. Yes, I've just come today. I've flown in from Cinequest, which has been happening over the last two weeks. Um, I had a short film there called Downsizer, which is very violent and very funny. And mm, two things um, I like. Mm, yeah, and Makes then I'm down. flying back to Australia next week. So I'm really looking forward to hanging out here for a week in LA, which is the first time I've come to LA ever. 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 Let me show you all the cool things. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um, so also very quickly we like when we have a new guest to get mm. them to say five things about themselves so the audience can very quickly learn did they like you did they not snap judgments that's oh, what we're yeah. about snap Christ. judgments <laughs> so they have to figure out did they like you did they not basically uh, this podcast is resting on your shoulders so if oh, they don't no like pressure. you because they already don't like us they just tune in each week <laughs> yeah. and I hope the guest is gonna I, I can tell you from experience that if you say that NBA 2K 2016 is the best game <laughs> of the year you will get nothing but love oh I, I say that Exactly yeah. that. <laughs> I have that coming up later. Actually, a little something about NBA. Anyway, uh, sorry. So Nicola, please inform yes. us about yourself. Um, so, well, five things about myself. Um, I travelled from Hyde Park, London to Hyde Park, Sydney last year without flying. Oh, 40,000 kilometres over the face of the earth. Wow. Uh, I just want to imagine how. And trains oh, and tuk-tuks and a dog sled and Whoa. a camper van. 
Brilliant. Which was your yeah. favorite form of travel? I really like trains now. I haven't been on trains enough. I love trains. And I've had a really good time. We got train lag in Siberia. Train lag? Train lag, yeah. Because you go through seven or eight different time zones on the Trans-Siberian. It takes you four days to get from Moscow to Irkutsk and then three days from Irkutsk to Vladivostok. Vladivostok. And you're on on the train and the time keeps on changing and you keep on sleeping weird hours and then suddenly wow. you arrive somewhere and that you've gone through four time zones crazy and you can't sleep at night hmm. sounds delightful more things more things um right i if i was a food i'd have to have a bath and it'll be sushi because i love sushi a bath in sushi did you just yeah. say if what did you say if, if there was, I a was a food, food if there was a food i, I had to have a bath oh. in it would be sushi oh yeah. Fuck, man. I, I thought it was like if I was a food, <laughs> if I was a food in sushi. I'd be, I'd be. Uh, Any particular fish or all of it? All of it. Yes, all of the fish. I really That's like. I it's really like um, toro, mm. fatty tuna. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Ikura, which don't is a little. Get, don't you get all highbrow with us? <laughs> Throwing around your Japanese, we've already Tom. got one of them, and we chopped oh, it. I would, sorry. I would argue. I have to make it. I, I miss Tanro so much. I'm like, nah. oh, you know Tanro? No, yeah. no one misses yeah. Tanro. <laughs> um, how many more things do you got? Oh, um, I've also got. I speak five languages. Oh fuck! No, you say don't. hello in all of them. <laughs> At the same. <laughs> At the same time. time. <laughs> oh, well, let me think. Uh, hello. What? No, hola. Hola. Oi. Oi. Um, salut. And hello. Okay, I'm going to guess mm-hmm. English. Yes. Spanish. Yes. Portuguese. Yes. Scottish. French. Yes. Um, there's an oil Russian, there, definitely. German. 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 Ah, What's your favorite? Nice. Portuguese. Yeah. Brazilian oh, Portuguese. Do Portuguese. Uh-huh. The future language of to the me, world. it just sounds like scuba, scuba, scuba. Yeah. Scuba, scuba, scuba. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what Dois, that? por favor. Is that four things? Um, what other cool thing are you going to look uh, at? Well, I... I said I like Liverpool. I've got a random fact. When I was a kid, I was really scared of two things. And that was elevators and llamas. Oh, imagine me trapped in an elevator with a llama. Horror film. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was terrible. Lock that in the Tesla bank. Yeah. Mm. That's the new horror film we're going to do. Yes. Llama llamas vators. and elevators. I find llamas so visually inviting. I just want to go I up know, and right? rub their well, heads. Someone told me as a kid that if you get too close to them... <laughs> Someone told me as a kid that if you get too close to them, they spit at you. Yeah, and yeah, I was imagining this like Velociraptor um, thing in in Jurassic Park, going mm-hmm. acid and, and all that. Yeah. And, then and then I could not hack him. When he's happy. I could yeah. not hack him. It's awful. Excellent. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, you're I think you're I know five languages. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know one. I like barely. you slightly less now, but let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to be begin the podcast as we do every week with Nate's blowdown. Blowdown. Oh boy. So Mate, I, tell yeah. us what's going on. I got a few in the movies, in the in the big pictures, in the in the talkies <laughs> this week. All right, so um, this first, I just still don't know what to do with this first bit of news. Should yeah, I let's re- leave that right till the end. Okay. Just leave that off the off the Patreon now. So we're, we're going to do a little spot. So like, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane came out this week. We're going to talk about it a few times, and we're going to talk about a spoilery part at the end. But you'll give, be given fair warning, so don't worry. Don't panic. Okay, we'll let you know. I'm going to try to phrase this next news piece in the form of a question. Which Paramount picture that was released March 18th wasn't? Have you just turned the news into a quiz? (laughs) That just happened. (laughs) The Little Prince! That was the movie. What was it? Oh, The Little Little Prince. Prince. Yeah, it was supposed to release March 18th. Uh, Mark Osborne, director of The Little Prince, issued a statement on Twitter to inform fans that the film would still hit American theaters thanks to another distributor. Just a little later, 
than anticipated. You just broke an hour. He said, <laughs> his release schedule has a little French rent. Oh, well. I would like to say that this was a uh, strategic ploy of disrupting your releases later on in the podcast, but I'll pick all these news stories, so I guess it was him. Many thanks to everyone for the outpouring of love and support in these strange times. As it turns out, the much-anticipated U.S. release of this special and unique film will have to be anticipated just a little bit more. Stick with us, fans. That was improvised. All I can say is, hashtag The Little Prince will in fact be released by another distributor later this year. Until then, head to Canada. The film's opens there in a wide release this weekend. All right. Just head to Canada. Like I would go to Canada to see The Little Prince. Hey, I well, mean, look. If you're running away from Trump anyway, you might as well go to the Yeah, actually, actually you, you know what? It's like quite a nice place. I take, yeah. That's the mess. I hear your arguments. America. And I withdraw. withdraw um, We're moving to Canada. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? This is really sad. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Because it, it sounds a bit shaky and no one really knows why it's been pulled. Why? It was Universal, you said, yeah? Uh, it was, no, Paramount. Paramount. It was going to be released by Paramount. And now... Uh, do you want to hear some of the voiced talent that's involved in this project? Please, use mm. the information you wrote down for something. Jeff Bridges, <laughs> Rachel McAdams, Paul Rudd, Benicio Del Toro, Marion Cotillard, James Franco, Ricky Gervais, Albert Brooks. But presumably the Canadian version has Canadian dub, so it won't be the same. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. different actors. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just one dude it's doing just, all the different just, voices. It's just like the James guy from... Uh, and apologizing movie? profusely. Yeah. <laughs> what was that movie where it's like they're drinking beer and they go to like the beer factory or whatever? It's like drinking buddies. No, no, no. It's an old Canadian movie uh, called like uh, Beer no Bros. No one knows this movie. Beer Bros. It's like a <laughs> screwball comedy. <laughs> hey, if you know the movie I'm talking about, dear listeners, why don't you tweet us and Tessellate? Mm-hmm. Uh, we are Tessellate. <laughs> At Tessellate, we are Tessellate. That's great. Um, no, no, people, no, 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 no. Let's okay. Hey, I'll settle down. Yeah. So that there. was coming out on. It was coming March. out this week. Yeah, 18th. And now I'm not. On IMDb, on IMDb, it's saying that it's still going to have a limited release, but from the sounds of... Yeah, the, limited uh, to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Sounds limited like uh, it's not uh, happening. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really matter if you're in America. Um, but, like, this movie looks really cool. It looks beautiful. It looks really cool. Particularly the bits with the little prints where it's all sort of stop motion-y. Yeah. Not the CGI bit, which didn't really interest me as much. But mm-hmm. those bits look beautiful. Yeah. It's so strange. For a deal to fall through right before a release like that, something weird has to have happened. Like there has been some legal, like maybe yeah. there's something to do with the book that suddenly they didn't realize about. I don't know, but there's something weird definitely with this. Because hmm. um, you don't drop a movie six days yeah. before and you just put out the last trailer and all that stuff. You don't do that. Yeah, really strange. Um, I don't know. I'll we'll never know. I'll investigate. No, no, nobody knows. No, I'll investigate. Literally nobody knows. I will investigate. Not even them. He doesn't know. <laughs> I. What else? Investigate. Mate? What else happened in movies? Uh. Well, Half-Life Portal Movies from J.J. Abrams. That's the title of this next news piece. That's all you need. That's the most exciting title I've heard since yeah, man. Spider-Man being in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting down with IGN to promote 10 Cloverfield Lane, J.J. goes by Abrams, admitted that he's currently taking part in the development of movies based upon Half-Life, as well as Portal. Portal. Interesting. They both take place in the same universe. So. Yeah. Crazy. However, when he was asked if he'd be filming soon, he said, not yet, but they're in development. And we've got writers and we're working on both those stories. But 
nothing that would be an um, an exciting update to share. Well, JJ, thanks for the fucking letdown <laughs> news story. <laughs> I'm talking to you oh. now, but yeah, I know you're tuned into this Geeks podcast, and it's you're just... probably wondering what I was gonna say. Well, I say fuck you, <laughs> J J. Abrams. So thank you for all the lovely films. All right. Yeah, seriously. Yes. Thanks for Such your work. Such a tease, though. Um, he's a tease a with everything, very, though. It's been a very, very long yeah. time since that should have been done, and now it's Yeah, but to be fair, yeah. this is really exciting, because you know, there's been so many rumors, but those films never pan out. And this is... Yeah. JJ, when J.J. Abrams wants to make a film, it happens. Yes. Particularly nowadays. Yes. Um, and both of those movies, like Half-Life and Portal, both of those movies could be superb films. And mm. it makes sense, because 10 Cloverfield Lane... J.J. Abrams, that's his baby, Cloverfield. Even though he doesn't mm-hmm. direct them, you know, he, he nurtures them and produces them. And mm-hmm. It's directed by Dan Trackenberg, who was the dude who made the, the Portal fan film from five years ago. Oh. Um, and that's what he got grabbed up by was to do this. He's just been developing 10 Cloverfield Lane then for about five years in secret. Um, so it makes perfect sense. He's probably been exposed more to it now through Dan mm-hmm. and realized this is a really cool franchise and we could do something cool with this. Which you could and you should and please do. Yeah. Soon. So I'm excited. Yes. But I'm, I'm not excited. excited too, but I mean, I'm not he's excited. You shouldn't be excited. He's saying you should not be excited. Is he? All right. So well, don't I'll... be excited. Right, he says, I'm but excited. nothing that would be an exciting update. Although the prospect of, yes, a Half Life. Yep. What would you do rather? Or a Half Life movie or a Portal movie? Half Life. Half Life, I think. Well, I actually didn't realize that they would could <laughs> right. exist in the same <laughs> universe. Portal is like all cartoony and Half Life is all like no, real. No, Portal's not really cartoony. So well, the thing I mean, is, it's, it's like comedic. Um, like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. very funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah very funny. But, but Portal is very serious. Well, y- yeah. But Portal, um, so essentially Portal was actually a student um, mod of Half-Life 2 originally. Oh, well, that yeah. then um, Valve like, picked up and realized this could be something cool. And then they took oh. it and folded the company in and then made it their own and you know, made it canon. Um, oh, and you're actually going through like, Aperture Science Labs and stuff, you know, which is all from Half-Life. Um, oh. And there's a point where you go up on the surface and you actually see some hints from the... There are hints of Half-Life 3 even in Portal 2. Oh, crazy. Um, is, is Half-Life 3 in... Tomorrow? We're not talking about Half-Life 3. Okay. All right. Too upsetting. Too upsetting. <laughs> oh, no. I was crying. I'm oh, happy. Not watching. Look, I saw Spidey this fucking week. Don't bring me down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring me down. I'm sorry. Hey, everything's good. Da-da-da. Moving on. This is a bit of news to cheer you up. Chewie will be in Han Solo movie. Nope. Oh, Alex. No. What? What? You haven't even what do you mean heard no? what I had to say. I don't want a Han Solo movie. I, I appreciate it, but if you're going to get one, <laughs> wouldn't right you like dude, some I furry totally bunnies agree. in there? A furry bunny with the real Han Solo. <laughs> we don't need a young Maybe it's upstart. a young, cool Chewie no. as well, and he's got like side burns. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, he's wearing a leather jacket, and he's got a cigarette and a flick knife. Yeah. I'm Maybe he's tiny. It. You know, oh, he's like yeah. a like tiny Chewie. Group. Yeah. I wonder if Listen to all of you. have hair everywhere. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh, maybe not. Maybe yeah, it's just like it's weird just naked like, something. He's like, oh, God, I don't have hair on my stomach mm. yet. Oh, yeah, maybe they're bald until they're in their 40s. Yeah, right. And goes, Yeah. You're all wrong, because Chewie is in Revenge of the Sith. As he is being is he, is he chewy and offensive? Yep. Uh, because the Wookiee... This is expanded universe nerdgasm I'm about to have. Which is not canon anymore. The, the Wookiees uh, live like... He's already like 100-something, I think. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. Mm. So Didn't can they you... already make a Christmas movie with the Wookiees? Mm-hmm. That no, was like a Ewoks. much hidden... That was with the yeah, the Christmas special. Oh, that was with the Ewoks. No, right. there was a Wookiee scene. There was a Wookiee scene. Yep, uh, with like a song, Chewbacca right? with his wife, who I think's name was Malabuck, and their little uh, baby, and it was just like universally panned. Finally, you really being bad. on the show pays off. <laughs> 
Alex, so as obviously <laughs> the biggest <laughs> amongst us, and certainly the biggest Han Solo fan, because, you know, let's face it, it's a role you were, you were made to play. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see why you're upset about this. This is a perfect auditioning time for you right now. What do they need to do to make you excited about this Han Solo solo movie? Uh, look, I like the whole thing that Disney's doing with the Star Wars anthology films, like Rogue One coming out. I think that's awesome. I think that's a great idea. For me, Han Solo and Harrison Ford as Han Solo from uh, episode four to seven, it's just so iconic. And his his portrayal is just so kind of etched in in pop culture that I, I think that's one story they just don't need to... So there's literally nothing they can do that would you know, be look, exciting look, to see this. Look, when, when, it, when they release a teaser or a trailer, I, I'm being a huge Star Wars fan, yeah, I'm going to get a kick out of it and I'm going to get a buzz. And I am still open to the idea that, that you know, these talented people at Disney and Lucasfilms are going to turn it around. But I don't, but, but, but yeah, at this point in time, I, I don't want to see that story. What if they cast Chris Pratt as Han Solo? <laughs> God, he's just changed his physical body language completely. What he if they cast melted. Joshua yeah, Jackson? <laughs> Joshua Jackson? You mean Pacey from <laughs> Dawson's Creek? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is why I love him. And also, I forgot, his, I forgot his character's this name is what in Mighty Ducks. Like. <laughs> I'm... Yeah, I, I don't know. For me, that's that's where I stand at the moment. It's too, it's too it's one of the iconic characters that, that okay will be hard. How about visit. just a Chewy movie? Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, there we go. So kill Han. Mm-hmm. And reverse biologically reverse engineer Harrison Ford. There you go. To be that's why that seems like the simpler. That's why option. she's a producer. Yeah. That's there a simpler go. option. Thank you, Nick. You, yeah. you solved movies. I'm excited now. Uh, Nate, what else do you have for us? Uh. Outcast, the upcoming Cinemax series from The Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman, will premiere on June 3rd. The demonic drama series has also been renewed for a second season ahead of its series premiere. Damn. Mm. Mm. Uh, I didn't realize this had finished filming this quickly. Because the comics are fairly fresh still, about a year and a half old. Are they? Um, They're really good. I haven't read all of them, but what I've read is really, really good. Would you like me to go in a little bit more depth on this story? No. <laughs> I don't know what to feel about you saying no. I, I have a function in the podcast. Um, I guess you're a guest, so you probably don't know. You don't understand. But it's um, basically what happens is. Okay. Um, let, me, let me tell you how it works a little okay. bit. I have different news items. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know if you guys knew this, but you interrupted me on the last one. And so he, I barely gave you any details at all. But and one, one I, voice <laughs> that he uses for all the characters. That's a fucking lie. Oh. Anyway. No, no, no we don't have to go. Yeah, I, think enough, I think it's enough. Uh, I think it's enough. Uh, it's enough details. No, tell, tell us no, the synopsis on. of Outcast. Come on. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Based on the comic book of the same name, Outcast follows Kyle Barnes, Patrick Fugit a young man whose family has been involved in demonic possessions his whole life. With the help of Reverend Anderson, Kyle sets out to investigate the bigger reasons to why these possession, possessions keep occurring. Yeah, I'm done. I mean, I got two more paragraphs here and I just don't feel the juice anymore. I, you took, you took, you took, you, it's gone. I'm sorry, the magic's over. She stole your thunder. It's up. No, um, I, I, I don't know. Nate. Explain this to me. Break it down for me, Al, because give me some context. I'm going to break it down for you. It's Robert Kirkman, Dude right. May Walking Dead. Yeah. His new comic book series is doing very, very well. Um, it's a great it's a great series. Yeah. Um, and they made it into a TV show very quickly. 
Yeah, very, 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 very quickly. Like as soon as the first issue came out, it got snapped up and signed and you know so optioned off. What are some other the Cinemax shows? What does Cinemax have right now? Uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Because I think of Cinemax as the place that buys old shows. Mm. Is but that I I don't know where I got that impression. Maybe because they did that with uh, Friday Night Lights or something. I don't know. Right. Hang on. I'm on. I don't right have now. TV. Right I don't either. I watch everything online. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is to. I but can't I, handle commercials anymore. I see a commercial really? and I'm like, I don't watch sports. I don't. We should never have handled like it was unacceptable what was going on with American TV. Um, do you guys? <laughs> no, that's true. No, it's just fucking unacceptable. Oh, like the number American, of commercials? I couldn't for my entire childhood. Whenever I'd come here and then in my teenage years and in my twenty, I couldn't fathom. That people were just accepting. Oh, a show starts and thirty seconds in, there's a, there's adverts. Yeah, yeah, I don't. And then there's two minutes and then there's adverts. And then you're thirty seconds from the end and there's fucking adverts. And then the credits come in and there's adverts while we wait. So what the fuck? That's I, unacceptable. I, I and have, you know what adverts they are? Pharmaceutical adverts. Yeah. Over and, and over. They are weird. Which have two minutes yeah. of all the how ways you're gonna die from yeah. their product and just ten seconds trying to I sell know. the product. And you're like, yeah. who's gonna buy this product? This product Crazy is people? for heart disease. May cause heart disease. It's yeah. open go on for fucking ages Instant liquefaction may occur Spelling out all the shit that's going to happen to your insides yeah. And how you might possibly die It's like who's Who Who? Yeah People who deserve to die That's who That's who's going to die oh, Al says this without the full knowledge extent of all the medical <laughs> I can't get Cinemax to work so Alright well hey as far as I'm concerned, Cinemax why don't you shoot us a tweet at We are uh, Hessel bait. Um Hashtag outcast. Dot com. Dot edu. You. Uh, yes. Sorry. I'd like to say this is why no one follows us, but that's not the truth. Um, <laughs> that's exactly why they follow us. No one can find you. Does anyone, anyone want outcast? Anyone's excited? Because like, you're a Walking Dead fan, Alex. <clears throat> Big Walking um, Dead fan. Nicola, you're a Walking Dead fan? No, not really. No, I'm not a Walking Dead fan, but and I haven't read the outcast comics, so I'm having a hard time relating to this news story. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read outcast either, so... It's really good. Yeah. But this is the thing. The Walking Dead comics are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the show is fine. Um, so I don't know. Like, we'll see what they can do. I mean, it's, it's probably they're like, wow, it worked for The Walking Dead. This is a valuable property that comes from these dudes. Yep. 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 You weren't listening to it. No, not said. really. Most of the time, God. I don't listen to what you're saying. Um, is that all the movie news you have for us, Nate? Yeah. <laughs> that is. That's it. There's nothing Thank else you, that's Nate. happening. Appreciate you blowing yeah, up. Yeah. Um, I'm going to follow up with some game news now. We've got 11 items. I'm going to rattle through them. You ready? Yes. yes. One. We have increasingly more game news than movie news. And it's honestly, I'm not weighing it that way. Game news, I feel, appeals to slight... Well, I don't know. Probably... I don't know. Well, I have no idea what our demographic is more interested in, to be honest. But we try and be equal. I just look through what is the interesting news for me. No. And there hasn't okay. been much interesting movie news this week. So yeah. I feel, I, it feels like there's been a lull. It's been a bit of a lull. Everyone's just watching Zootopia. One. Um, number one. <laughs> Alex is going to join in. <laughs> Some Gears of Four news. Uh, Gears of Four news. Ooh. <laughs> That's what it should be called. Gears of Four. Gears of Four. Uh, Gears of Four flocked together. What's this? This is actually pretty cool. So they released some proper news about what this game is, illuminating more about the gameplay, the narrative, and how the co-op will work. Uh, so the game takes place 25 years after the events of Gears of War 3, and it follows JD Phoenix, who was the son of Marcus Phoenix, the lead character from most of the other games. Uh, along with his friend Dell, who are both on the run after a classified incident, sorry, classified incident, forced them to leave the cog. The third character is Kate Diaz, an outsider born in the wildlands beyond humanity's fortified Kate citadels. Kate Diaz. It's all like blah, 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 whatever. Sure. 
the cool stuff is this. So people were interested because when they saw the demo at last year's E3, there were two characters playing, but there were three characters on the screen. And, and Gears is always a four-player co-op game. Yeah. So they've come out, and this is a ballsy decision. The game is two-player co-op only. Um, and it's both online and couch co-op as well. So you can play it how you want. The second player then gets to pick between either of his companions, but the main player plays as Phoenix. The game, then they've done this, they said, because they want you to feel more involved. They want to get back. Like, Gears of War 1 was more horror-based, and then it became more action-stupid. Mm-hmm. In a fun way, but action is stupid. Yeah. Um, and they want to get back more to making people feel scared, and they don't feel you can when there's four of you playing together and chatting, which is true. Mm-hmm. Co-op games, this is what I always say. Co-op games, always more fun, always less immersive. So the two-player thing is it's kind of a nice balance. You can still watch the cutscenes and not be yapping away. The game takes place, this is what gets me excited, over just 24 hours, wow. which is cool. Ooh. I like things like this. Mm. During a time when the world is subject to extreme weather conditions, massive windstorms playing havoc with the players, blowing away cover, affecting enemy behavior, etc. Et et blah, blah. <laughs> that word. They pitch the game as surviving as basically as surviving a single night in the woods. So they can really go full on horror with this. Sounds cool. I thought Gears of War was more like you can use your machine gun like a chainsaw. You can use your yeah, but yeah, the, the chainsaw machine gun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is, it's that, very like, is that a standard thing in all Gears of War games? Like yeah, that, that was kind of their big yeah. thing. Okay. I've only played the third one. So even though you're going to be in a forest and it's going to be scary, you're still going to be like a total Oh, yeah. Badass. You'll be fucking, yeah, yeah. It will be, you know, you're, 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 you're going to town on the baddies. Gotcha. Making a mess. Cut them in half. Making a mess of things. No, I, I used to play that game with uh, my brother-in-law, and we would get pretty amped up about. We would like do the horde thing where it's like, oh yeah, horde mode. You'd like co-op against like these endless waves of monsters. Nice. It sounds really dull, but it was really fun again. It, was. <laughs> it, was it really was. You get the shields and stab them into like the ground. And yeah, stuff yeah. And we mind. got really into it, and then we get like competitive with each other about how many monsters we've killed. Yep. Yep. Not really fun yeah. games. Yeah. Can yeah. you get a machine gun? No, sorry. A chainsaw as a hand. Oh, no, there's no army of darkness oh. in this. So we take 10 chainsaws. I like that mod. Very cool. Um, no, but like, yeah, well, I, was, uh, uh, I was just, I think we were saying this in a previous podcast. I might be saying it last week's podcast. I'm very interested if Gears of War can come back as big as it used to be because it's, it's very easy to underestimate how much money that made for Microsoft. Like, Gears of War was as big as Halo and really? it made, it would make, a year when a Gears of War game came out, it would make more money than all the PlayStation exclusives that came out that year. Wow. That's how fucking big those things are. And that's why PlayStation's always had a lot of exclusives where Microsoft just, well, we have Halo, we have Gears of War. And then we have Forza, which does make quite a bit of money. In your um, face. And yeah, they used to have Fable, which sadly closed down. Huh. We might be talking a bit more about it. Um, number, number two. Number two. CD Projekt Red, the makers of The Witcher 3. The Polish studio uh, in a 2015 financial conference came out and the president, Adam Kikinski... Yes. Um, said that they're going to release, quote, a new type of video game format previously unexplored by the studio in 2016, end quote. The studio has been, quote, experimenting, end quote, <laughs> with things, quote, nobody has ever done before, end oh. quote. The studio's next large-scale game, Cyberpunk 2077, comes out in 2017. Um, so, yeah, no idea what that means. Because that's literally all that we have. So there you yeah. go. I mean, I would think that if no one's ever done it before, there was probably a pretty good reason. I, mean, I don't know. That sounds <laughs> yeah. like a really boring. It sounds thing like something say. like 3D. Yeah, I'm sure it's like 3D. Could be something with the VR because this yeah. is the year of VR. Yeah. Like, Could be everything. something with smell. Oh. Yeah. 
Number three, <laughs> Hitman. Episode one of Hitman just came out last Friday, but the physical release has now slipped into 2017. Square Enix came out and offered this explanation to IGN. Open quote, this year is all about delivering the best episodic experience for Hitman, and that takes us to Autumn 4. Releasing the disc version in January, just make sure that we have enough time after the season concludes to dedicate to getting the best disc version of the game out. End quote. Episode 2, Sapienza. Sapienza. I don't know why I'm looking at you, Nate. No uh, Arise in April, episode 3, Marrakesh in May, then Thailand, US, and Japan. Tenro! Yeah, I had the shot because I bought the Hitman. I bought the Hitman like collector's edition. And then it turned up, and of course, there's no physical edition in there. And I was like, fucking kidding me. I just got a little code to download, which Alex then got. Yeah. And I downloaded it. Number four. Actually, quickly, did you play any Hitman? I did. Do you have a little chat about Hitman quickly? How are you feeling? Well, this is my first uh, Hitman experience, okay. as I told you. So, uh, a bit strange dropping into something, a game like this, which I am familiar with, but have never played, and then to drop into it in an episodic mm. version, which then takes you through a couple of training missions to begin with, Yeah, well, which reflect yeah. previous games. Is that correct? Yeah, so basically, you, have, you open with three training missions, but two are the same, and they just tell you to do it differently the second mm-hmm. time, but they count it as three, which is bullshit. Yeah. And the two setups for these are like movie sets that they've made in an industrial space, virtual movie sets, for missions your character has done in previous games. Hmm. That's what the training is. And so when you go out, like you're in a ship on one bit and there's hundreds of extras and stuff. And and they say at the beginning, don't worry, all violence is virtual. So yeah. I just broke someone's neck. <laughs> Drowned a man in a toilet. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but then you'll go out the back of a door and it'll just be scaffolding and stuff and they haven't finished making the rest of the boat. It's really surreal. Yeah. You know what? It's funny you say that because the the times that I've like repeated the mission to just find different ways of, of killing the guy, the, I swear at one point after I finished, I was like, so has he just got up and like reset and gone back to his <laughs> yeah. place? Like, <laughs> you want to see him like, yeah, just just like, take the blood to yeah. catch yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, very interesting. I like the... the uh, the gameplay i love that you have that sort of flexibility of choice um yeah it's cool i've only played maybe an hour or so i'm kind of pissed off with the episodic content i'm not gonna lie i don't want to seem grumbly about it because people have come out you know saying you know it makes sense for this game it's it's really a weird fit well because you end up with this one what you get are the three training levels which don't really count they're very small in scope yeah and then you get one proper one which is the paris fashion week which i just started and i haven't actually finished it yet because mm-hmm. um, i think success i didn't get a successful hit alex i failed um and that's when we like oh wow the scope is big and cool and all this yeah, stuff yeah. going on and you appreciate what the game's going to be but it's like that's it and then it mm. ends and then i'm going to wait till the next one and if it's anything like other episodic games that won't be out in time it'll just keep getting pushed and this is a game where what i like about hitman is that you have these little pick and mix of different locations around the world and then they're kind of little sandbox and then you go and it's kind of, well, how do you want to kill this guy? And it's literally however you want to do it. And, mm. and just having one is kind of, well, that's really dull. All I'm going to do is mm. keep playing this one again. Is that yeah, really what yeah. you want me to do? Like the whole point is I want to be able to just like jump in and out and try different things. Yeah. And it's funny knowing that it was so short, I stayed on that free form one, just getting all the achievements last uh, night. Because I was like, if I just, I'm going to get through this and <laughs> that's it. It's yeah. like, yeah, I have to wait a while a now. Bit. But it's, it's kind of, it's a refreshing game right now. Because it's very, it's kind of focused. Cool. Number four, Dead Island Two, the sequel to the sleeper hit of 2011, seems to have been saved from purgatory. 
developer Sumo Digital, known for Little Big Planet and Sonic All Stars Racing Transformed. That's why people can't take video games seriously, man. Fucking. And also including no, staff no, no, members. No, tell us how you feel. Come on. From the now closed. <laughs> you read this stuff out. I'm trying to make it sound like it's serious. And yeah. it's really hard when things are called Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed. It's not even a sentence. And they got an ampersand in there, which oh, is no. just incorrect. They use an ampersand? <laughs> yeah. That's bizarre. It's fucked up, man. Um, from the now closed, but once great. that word, uh, Yeah, people from Bizarre Creations. Fucked up. What's wrong? Ampersand. No, ampersand. Okay. Run away. Cock Media. <laughs> what? Excuse me? Did you say Cock Media? <laughs> cock Media CEO. Uh, Dr. Clemens. In what cock test did you use? <laughs> K-O-C-H. Oh. Dr. Clemens Kundratit spoke to MCV The clown school Yeah. Open quote Okay, sorry. It just made perfect sense for us to move the project to them We will reveal more details at a later stage But for now I'd like to say that we're obviously super excited About the progress that we're making with them This game's just been like Delayed for years now Mm -hmm. And no one heard about it So uh, at least it's still getting made Um, He added some other stuff But I don't really care Number <laughs> Doom Bethesda has announced yeah. the closed beta dates or beta dates depending on where you come from for Doom alongside <laughs> releasing a new multiplayer trailer the closed beta will be running from March the 31st to April the 3rd to see if you're eligible head over to the Doom <laughs> website <laughs> or if you pre-order Wolfenstein and you order you should be able to redeem your beta key beta key can't speak Oh, the beta includes team deathmatch, warpath modes on two of the games maps, heatwave and infernal. Damn, son, where'd you find that? That game's nice. really cool. Yeah. I probably won't play it much because it's just too dark and violent. But it's really yeah, um the same way. looks really slick. Yeah. yeah. Number six. Fable Legends. So we reported last week uh, the sad and strange news that Fable Legends was cancelled, uh, even though it's basically finished, and that UK studio Linehead. Now I've loved Linehead. <laughs> They come from Guildford. I've loved them for about tw- know, 15, God knows how long. Many, 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 many years. Many moons. I always thought they were called Lion's Head. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I had email correspondence with them, and I used to think they were Lion's Head. Apparently now they're Lion Head. Anyway. <laughs> Very interesting. You were just you were just emailing a pub called the Lions. <laughs> like, yeah, your games. Thanks. We got a pool table. We got the good quiz m- machine. <laughs> yeah. We got chips too. We got sweet uh, potato chips. Yeah, but what happened? Uh, now comes the bizarre but lovely news that the game's closed beta will continue to be playable until April the thirteenth. No new players will be added during this time. Alongside Fable Legends, Microsoft also announced the closing of Press Play Studios in Denmark and its project Knoxville, which ties into the next one, number seven. Evan. In other Lionhead news, not Lionhead news, on Monday, which is today for us and yesterday for you, Sony are hosting a recruitment event in Guildford, England, which is where Lionhead are based, and has invited everyone from the company to come along. Lionhead are, uh, or I guess were, owned by Microsoft, uh, and Sony has reached out publicly on Twitter kind of in a middle finger to Microsoft and said that they will have representatives from all of their European game studios at the event to try and figure out employment. Wow. So that's a real... I mean, it's smart because they're very talented people at this year. Yeah. Um, the first two Fable games are spectacular. The third one's good fun. Yeah. Then they just made trash because Peter Molyneux left who was their head. Um, but that's a, yeah, that's a bit of a so middle like, finger from Sony. Yeah, we'll sort out the goodies from the baddies. Is that basically what they're saying? Well, because Microsoft have just 
tore apart the studio basically they've been developing this game for years and no one's excited about it but it's like it's done it's been done for a long time yeah to get it out yeah and instead of now the reason why i do think this is exciting is even though they closed down the game and they closed down the studio that made the game they haven't just put it out there and you think if it was done you just go well it's, we're digital now and we own the microsoft store we can just put it out there and make mm-hmm. get some money back and they haven't done that and the only reason you wouldn't do that is because you're worried that game's going to tarnish the brand Mm. So they obviously clearly have some intention still for Fable, and they've decided this game would fuck that up a little bit. Yeah. So for fans of Fable, it means probably new won't be made. It just won't be made by Lionhead, which is a shame. Number eight, Rockman Four developer Harmonix has confirmed it has partnered with accessory manufacturer PDP, which stands for Performance Design Products. Open quote for the ongoing development of Rock Band 4. Harmonix and Mad Cats are continuing to work together. Mad Cats has been an important partner for many years and they continue to sell and support controllers for Rock Band 4. End quote. This is just weird because they teamed up with Mad Cats to make all of their stuff when Rock Band 4 came out last year, as we all know. We have had some pretty incredible sessions as a group. Thank well, you. Well, I wouldn't call them incredible. I'd say that you guys suddenly need a lot of work. Wait, you were performing as well, were you? No, he was managing us. Just pure manager. That's I'm the right. manager of the rock band group. Right. Ghost Cicadas. Yeah. How are I'll they? Man, we work out we, butts off for you, pretty good. We've done uh, some pretty big gigs. How are they? Well, a group would be an overstatement, considering that they can't play in synchronicity. Uh, I play guitar and sing at the same time. I play drums. Alex plays drums and sings at the same time. It's weird to bring it up in front of both of them, but really, Al's the star, and I'm right. just trying to... Is it a little bit like a sort of Flight of the Concords? but bad which one am i um jeremy (laughs) (laughs) can i be the jumpers sure um yeah so it's just kind of weird because they're now they're going with this other manufacturer to make something they already have all their quintessential bits of gear so it just means because there was once a rock band that had a a keyboard so maybe maybe they're doing something like that maybe they're going to introduce the keyboard to rock band for that would be cool who knows who knows nicola I, I we, hope we so. would have an open. What spot. about a giant yeah. digital triangle or gong? <laughs> a gong would be great. Yeah. <laughs> no, they should team like with huge, the uh, like, plastic <laughs> thing with like a huge like mallet. Honestly, if you go to Jeff, if you go to it's like Rock Band Bach edition. If you go to Japanese arcades, it wouldn't surprise me. They have every mm. fucking instrument you can possibly That's play. Cool. That's cool. Ridiculous. Number nine. It's a division. <laughs> Ubisoft has announced that the division which came out last week and we talked quite a lot about on last week's show and I talked about extensively on the um, on the kind of funny games show so I thought your that. comments were uh, very good thank you yeah. you're welcome thank you yeah, I, thought they, I haven't played the game but sure, uh, sure I'm not a loser like one comment uh, suggested <laughs> <laughs> is that true? <laughs> someone called you a loser <laughs> that's so funny that someone called you a loser because you were like I don't know, like clearly like not trying to appear not as a loser. Do you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. I, I don't know what to say, but you were like, yeah, it's like I run this company. It's like in LA, London, and Tokyo. And everyone was like, oh, and you're like, Meh. it's like, that is you're a loser. loser. Yeah, it's like, how is that like? Fucking douche. You don't understand modesty, commenter. I just know. I just agree. I disagreed with them. I like going through it and finding people are mean about it. I think I do. Like, you're probably right. Um, but they've announced that the division is their highest day one sales in the company's History. History. More than any Assassin's Creed, more than any Raymans. Wow. More than any Raving Rabbids. CEO Yves Guillemont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accept that. Uh, Open quote. 
The launch of the division is a tremendous achievement for Ubisoft, or Ubisoft, depending on what you want. And this demonstrates our unrivaled capacity to create fantastic <laughs> new game brands and transform them into entertainment blockbusters. We assassinate quote. our competition. <laughs> <laughs> we send the ninjas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that is surpri- I'm genuinely surprised it's their biggest day one Yeah. Because yeah. it's a weird game. Really? It looks pretty cool. I don't really like it. Mm, well... I've spoken, You're a loser. I've, ex- well, I've spoken <laughs> extensively in my loserness about why I don't like the division. No, it's fine. It's a good game. It's just not interesting. Right. That's my problem. It's a very well-made game. I just don't mm-hmm. find it remotely interesting. Uh, number ten. The game sales of February 2016 came out. Here we go. Top ten games of the month. If all three versions of Fire Emblem Fates, because it's a little tricky little game, it came out in three different versions. If they were combined into one, then the MPD group said that it would have ranked third. Uh, for the month but they didn't because they're idiots so guess mm. what guys you gotta be happy with number nine number 10 fallout 4 still hanging in there number nine fire emblem fairs birthright it's a sentence mm. number eight <laughs> minecraft <laughs> uh, number seven what nothing number seven street fighter five Hadouken! which is surprising because that's a digital fit Hadouken. that's digital download only though so surprising and plus it's not finished Number six, Lego Marvel's Avengers. Rah! Number five, NBA 2K16. <laughs> Number shooting. four, Naruto Shippuden, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. <laughs> that was like a ninja bird. <laughs> this is my life. Yeah, that was a ninja bird. No, it wasn't. I literally had to like a oh. white bird with like a classic ninja cut. Mm. Number three, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number two, Call Out Duty, <laughs> Black Ops 3 or Cod Blops 3. And number one, Far Cry Primal. Nate. Daka. Venja, Venja. Venja, Daka. Nate. Daka, Dusha, Daka. Ah, don't even do that. Dude. I played that game for like seven hours. So you've been... Tigre, Daka. So on a couple of weeks ago, yeah. we were talking about Far Cry, and you said, I've never played a Far Cry. And I said, you don't should, play, because they're great. Yeah. Don't start, start with, with Primal. primal. Mm-hmm. Start with Four. And you're like, no, I'm going to start with Primal. All right. You're crazy, you me, kid. I mean, I you sent it. me this thing saying I bought it and downloading it. And then you sent me a thing a few hours later going, I like this fucking game. Too complicated. Don't understand what's going on. And you sound like an old grandpa. Sure. I come back now for San Francisco. You're telling me you quite like it. I would, I would say quite like it. I mean, I've invested time into it, but liking it. I mean, I guess I kind of like it. I don't <laughs> How know. many hours have you put into something? <laughs> I've put in probably over eight hours okay. on this game. I would hope you'd It's a fucking like long it. time. That's like three or four it's days. It's like a work day. Yeah. Mm. I've put in... What? <laughs> so Nate, yeah, uh, would you recommend that someone who hasn't played Far Cry before? Um, I mean, I haven't played the other Far Cry games. So I, I know, know but, but I would like assume the... I, I would say that you were probably right. I feel like you were Love right. Love that sentence. Love it. Because, like, honestly, like, there's something about the game. It's like, yeah, there's like bears, wolves, deer, honey badges, <laughs> honey badges. Yeah, yeah, I kill the honey badge. <laughs> I don't know. I guess but I don't get like off on like terrifying stuff. I mean, I like upgraded my spear and I was like, oh, that's cool. Now it has like a serrated edge. Get the longbow. Mm. Oh. The double, the doubler with the two, two arrows. You got a double longbow. No, Katie, I'm not playing it. Katie played it and I just kind of watched her. How? Maybe I should think more like, should I be playing the game more for story or more for like upgrading my shit? That, so that game that is purely, different. This is my problem. Because yeah, Far Cry Primal is purely, like we've said before, it's a boiled down experience of Far Cry. For me, what I like about Far Cry is... It's basically the adaptability of warfare. Like I like to play. I play Far Cry Four with bow and arrow ninety percent of the time. Yeah. But I like to know if things go fucking wrong. 
I could bring out my rocket launcher, get in a gyrocopter and fly away while an eagle picks up a fucking sheep and you know, crazy shit is happening. Yeah. And you can go crazy. And you can play co-op, which is tons of fun to be stalking around and marking people and then like pincering them and flanking maneuvers. You can play primal co-op? No. Oh. Fucker for you. Like oh, that. gotcha, gotcha. Um, and the other thing is just a maneuverability. You, go, you know, you've got gyrocopters, you've got helicopters, you've got mm-hmm. um, you know, jeeps, you've got boats, you've got all this stuff in four and it's so much fun. And you've got your uh, wingsuit, your little squirrel suit so you can fly around and oh, stuff crazy. like that. Primal is the boiled down, you hunt, you gather. That's it. You upgrade your weapons. Maybe some people care about the plot. I've not met one who does. The plot no. is like, the, it's it's as basic as his own understanding of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he's like doesn't have any understanding of anything. Except it's basically people meat. keep hitting us. Mm-hmm. Can you hit them? Yeah, That's basically. Yeah. It's yeah. like Udam, kill the Udam. Yeah. Oh damn. And it's and this <laughs> is a reoccurring U-dam. fucking thing right now, which Fallout really you know capitalize on now this is doing and i can't remember now we we're talking about last week about three other games at the moment are doing this where it's you're playing it and you have to keep upgrading your base and you have to keep building more people like metal gear did as well yeah you gotta get more people back to your base the whole time so i don't want more people back in my i don't care yeah i want to walk around on my own and he keeps doing all this stuff I was like yeah but you need totally. more people back there because then you'll a lot of cool more things like i don't want to be micromanaging See, like, a town but like mm. i just don't think i'm like video like i'm not like the market demographic for video games like i would like rather yeah like i don't want to at the same time like i don't want something that feels like it's for kids mm-hmm. and 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 the flip side of that coin is like at the same time like i don't want it to have to be like very you need like, some of the more what you need is something like firewatch you need something like on xbox you can't get firewatch because on ps4 download like gone home on xbox it's gone a two-hour experience it's an emotional experience there's no fighting it's just about story and it's wonderful yeah, but I also want to, like, kill. It needs to take you some. Yeah, but it needs to take you somewhere. Like, I've never got into those kind of games because I, I don't want to invest the time to something that is absolutely never-ending. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I've always liked the story-driven stuff, like uh, Resident Evil or whatever. Or yeah. Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, is, which is, oh, are my favorite games because I you like can walk game, around. Yeah. You have a, a map to walk around, but yeah. you've also got a storyline to you follow. You know there's an end game. Yeah. You know yeah. It's like you, you're not going to, like, spend endless amounts of like you might go into a room to be like oh there yeah. might be something cool in here yeah but you're not going to be like i'm gonna fucking traverse a waterfall to like yeah exactly. also i gotta say like i just don't think it's that beautiful no, like there's not. something about it that feels very digital like it doesn't yeah, feel yeah. like yeah. it just doesn't feel like like i know i've played games where it's like you look and you like feel the space mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you never really feel the space in this game. well this is like, the same this game's very weird because it's actually as it's increasingly been coming to light over the last few weeks it's repurposed from far cry 4 so you can actually lay the map over the map of Far Cry 4 and they literally took the topography mm-hmm. and they just they added shit it. to it. Like more low, because there's so much grass in that game. It's crazy. Yeah. So much foliage. And for me, it's not aesthetically pleasing. Like Far Cry 4 probably isn't as technically accomplished man, in many ways, but it's a world I enjoy more because there's beautiful snowy mountains in the distance and everything's yeah. glades and, you know, nice. It's a world I want to explore. Far Cry Palmer, I don't want to explore it. And yeah, I'm feeling weird with it because yeah, it's, everything your brain has kind of already seen in Far Cry 4 mm-hmm. because they just copied oh, and pasted weird. a lot of it. And they were very quiet about that. And then when people noticed it, they're like, oh, but you're actually in the primal era of the area you play in, in Far Cry 4. Uh, I was like, fuck oh, you. Oh, come on. Um, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Number 11. A final piece of news. <gasps> this one's potentially very, very big. And it just broke today, actually, or last late mm-hmm. last night. Maybe. So, Rocket League, we played some of that on my birthday. Remember was that, that the, with the, the car? That's the one that you and I, I love that game. So that we game came out on PS4, 
and when uh, a little while ago and when it came out on ps4 <laughs> it was uh, you could play it on pc against ps4 owners which is you know a kind of cool thing to be able to do microsoft then got it and it came out on xbox live now rocket league has now been announced as the first game to support xbox live's new cross-platform functionality with pc microsoft has announced that the xbox one will natively support cross-platform play between one windows 10 here's the important bit and other online multiplayer networks that's a quote effectively opening the xbox live platform so it can accommodate players on the playstation 4 network as well as anyone else like maybe nintendo's new console that's insane. Uh, so the announcement came from Chris Charla, director of Idea Xbox, who said, open quote, it's up to game developers to support this feature. Players will have the option of choosing to play only with other Xbox Live players if they want. In addition to natively supporting cross-platform play between Xbox One and Windows 10 games that use Xbox Live, we're enabling developers to support cross-network play as well. This means players on Xbox One and Windows 10 using Xbox Live will be able to play with players on different online multiplayer networks, including other consoles and PC networks. Microsoft have extended the invitation by saying an open invitation for other networks to participate as well. Sony wow. has yet to make any Good comment. Wow, to think a little game about motorized vehicles playing soccer with a giant ball would be the, I think you mean the olive leaf between these great consoles. Giants of gaming. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is really big. Do you think that would ever happen? Do you think that then opens the door to potential well, other crossovers for big multiplayer I think it could games. happen now because this is the thing is that ever since E3 two years ago where Michael remember three years ago three years ago where Microsoft really fucked up and Sony swept in and were like hey we're the good guys we just want to give you games Microsoft wants you to be online all the time blah 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 turns out everyone kind of wants you to be online the whole time um, it's become this battle between the two companies of who can do the nicest things for the gamers which is great because we always win because then Microsoft you know Sony like fucking pick up online heads people. Guess what? Microsoft will come out and do something nice for some other developer. Yeah. So like Microsoft come out and say, hey, we're going to be nice. And if you want to play our game on Sony platform and on Xbox platform, you can do that as long as they let us do that, you know? Right. So what is Sony going to do? Say, no, fuck you. We don't care about gamers. They're going to have to come out and do something. Like they're going to have to. Um, so that's great. That is cool. It's exciting. Like people it's like- It's a ridiculous thing that there are less, these different- yeah. yeah, it is. Like you don't have- Oh, I bought this Blu-ray player. I can't. I can only play Universal Blu-rays on this yeah. Blu-ray player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's fucking ridiculous. We should be able to have play all games on one thing. Because it's basically a fucking computer anyway, right? Yeah. It's a computer with different remotes. Increasingly so. There you go. Increasingly yeah. so. Which was a big news item last week, which I won't get into again here because we talked a lot about it. But Microsoft announced last week they want to add to the Xbox One like a computer um, ah, in really terms of that. upgrading oh, um, software really? internally. And we had a big debate about it last week on the show because it's, it's oh, a scary so future. I heard about it. <laughs> Maybe. You guys are talking about it. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> I found uh, it very interesting. That's the end of the news. Woo! Nothing else right. interesting happened or of, or of importance. No politics, nothing else. Just just those things. Well, CineQuest did. Well. It was fun. Did it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Can I ask a question about CineQuest? Yeah, of course. What was the, outside of your own, what was yep. the short film that uh, you liked the most? Oh, um, that's a bit difficult because I didn't get to see a lot of the short programs. Mm. Um, there was one which was really just snappy and funny. Um, it was called Follow Me. It's a Swedish film um, about a guy who bumps into a girl on the on the subway and they have this conversation. It turns out that he's been Facebook stalking her in a massive way. Oh, and really? he just comes out with all of it and she's like how the hell do you know all this stuff about me he's like oh I set up a fake profile and I did this and I friended your friend so and so and I said that I went to school with them because I found that out on their Twitter account and yeah maybe see you around do you want to go for a drink 
Uh, which is like nice. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. It was hot. I like that. Mm. That sounds cool. I like I like romance. Yeah. Uh, Alex. <laughs> In the traditional sense, modern yeah. day romance. If I want to pick up the phone and I need a little extra funds in my pocket so yeah, I can make yeah. some of their movies and video games mm-hmm. and things that I've been hearing so much about. Yeah. Is there someone that I call? Is there a certain... Uh... Ghostbusters. Ooh. Oh. I won't mention you Ghostbusters them. on this yeah. podcast. You could try it. You could. You Ooh, that's could. a contentious you, topic. You, what, would, what would be the best verbiage for me to use to ensure as many monies as possible? Well, you would want to be, first of all, targeting a particular individual. That's a good idea. Start small, work your way out. Yeah, so you don't want to... You don't want to be going to banks. You don't want to be going to you know big corporations. No, you want to go to an individual who cares. Individual yeah. who cares. Someone who knows with grace. what's going on. I don't know if we know it. Do we, is, is there an individual who would give us money to make things? Actually, you know what? What? Did you, did you think of someone? Something just came to mind. You know, I was having a shower this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, if Al needs some money, what would I do? Uh-huh. And if you came to me with this very question of who would I call? Yeah. And suddenly as the hot water <laughs> poured over my soft Asian skin. <laughs> Yet firm and muscular. That's the Australian side. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> I screamed out, Chris Pratt, can you give me some money? <laughs> Chris Pratt, can you give me some money? And that is the signal for this week's movie releases. And I don't oh. know why. That's the thing. I have no fucking clue why. Why? Why is that the signal for our releases? It is. And it just is because something. The correlation. Like there's a missing. There's like. It's like in that South Park episode with the underpants gnomes. Yeah. And they get down to the base. They're like, we steal the underpants. Something happens. We make lots of money. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but that. I think you're missing that bit in the middle. <laughs> Please, Alex, can you tell us what's... Uh, what, what yeah, I want to get the image well, out of my head. something that's not coming out this week. The Little Prince. <laughs> nope. Oh. Which I'm, IMDB told me was going to get a limited release, but apparently not. Uh, not. In Thank Canada. you, Universal. In yeah, if you want to go to Canada. If you Canada, like road trips. Yeah. Take a road trip to Canada. Yeah. Little tiny French moon men. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so let's scrap that one. Uh, also coming out is the movie The Divergent Series, uh, Allegiant. It's either Allegiant or it's French. Allegiant. <laughs> which means, <laughs> come on, giant. Uh, or Al, let's go, giant. Allegiant. Yeah, or Allegiant, yeah. Um, it uh, stars Shailene Woodley, Zoe Kravitz, Naomi Watts, Jeff Daniels, and Theo James. Now, I'm mildly worried because you're reading this as if you don't know about the Divergent series. No, I don't. Really? Well, no. I know Insurgent, but I didn't see oh. it. Okay. But you know of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. So first it was insurgent and yeah. then it was divergent. And now allegiant. And now allegiant. Yeah. So they're doing gent yeah. sounds. Yeah. They're doing the gents. Uh, so after the earth shattering revelations of uh, revelations of insurgent, Triss must escape with four beyond the wall that encircles Chicago to finally discover the shocking truth of what lies behind it. Is four the amount Detroit. of characters or is that the name of a character? It's the name of the character. Four. Four. That would be confusing. Okay. In the screenplay, I would be confused. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They should think a little harder. That's all yeah. I'm saying. So the writer of that is uh, Noah Oppenheim Gent. and Adam Cooper. <laughs> so Gent. they're the ones that... Oppenheim. Just, just, yeah. Don't name your characters' numbers. It's confusing. There you go. Noah and Adam. 
It's like if you lean in page six or something. It just it would mess things up a little bit. Page six. <laughs> page six italic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So page six italic walks into the room and wait, wait, wait. Or if, <laughs> if you name them Cunt, page six italic. INT full stop daytime. Yeah. It would just be confusing. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So it was talking to page six italic. <laughs> you call your character colon. Yeah, colon. It's really bad. That's for a whole different reason. Alex. What else can we not watch? <laughs> also coming out is uh, The Program, which is directed by Stephen Frears, who directed The Queen. Um, it stars Ben Foster, Chris O'Dowd, Guillaume Canet. Uh, this is about uh, Lance Armstrong. Uh, and it's about an Irish sports journalist who becomes convinced that Lance Armstrong's performances during the Tour de France victories are fueled by banned substances. With this conviction, he starts hunting for evidence that will expose Armstrong. Hmm. So yeah, if you want to see how he cheated there's actually uh i can't remember the name of the documentary but there's a documentary um that focuses around i think this journalist and friends and people that were around lance armstrong at the time of his drug taking um yeah and and they just paint a horrible picture of this um yeah just arsehole um i've but went blank on the word I was trying to think of. Colon? But yeah, he was a colon. he was a cold hard colon. <laughs> uh, absolute joke. But then, the, the, but then the flip side of that argument is like, yeah, but he raised all this money for cancer and all this, and it's like, yeah, well, it's a tough one. Uh, so that's coming out the program. Uh, also coming out, and this is one I am actually really really excited about, and didn't sort of hear about until maybe a couple months ago. Uh, Midnight Special, mm. which is. Uh, Written and directed by Jeff Nichols, famous for um, Take Shelter in Mud. Uh, It stars Michael Shannon, Kirsten Dunst, Joel Edgerton, and Adam Driver. Uh, This is about a father and son that go on the run after the dad learns his son possesses mysterious, possibly extraterrestrial powers. So this is a limited release or? No, this is a biggie. This is a biggie. Straight to DVD. (laughs) Wait, sorry. I'm confused. No, this is... Full cinematic nationwide oh, release. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. Okay, that was weird. I, I don't know why I thought for a second there. Never you mind. You can't tell when he's bullshitting, can you? Well. <laughs> acting. <laughs> no, that was not how I was generally That's how good you are when you are acting. <laughs> oh, you can't tell the hey. difference. Uh, so defense. that is, uh, yeah, Midnight Special. I'm really excited about that movie. Mm. Looks really great. I guess I'm just, awesome. I haven't seen anything about it. Like, oh, I man, haven't. The trailers look great. Okay. okay. And he's a great director. I mean, I'm not, no, I, I like Mob, but Take Shoulders is fantastic. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, it, it's funny, like with this, I have noticed a lot of the like way they're promoting it with the sort of uh, review taglines is like, this is the new Close Encounters. And, mm. and I think from, from what I see in the trailer, like the aesthetic and feel of it is so yeah. in tune with Close Encounters. Great, and that's one of my favorite cast. films. Incredible so. cast. It hasn't, so the reviews have just started to come out. It's not done quite as well as people thought it was going to be. Sadly, it's been getting a lot of 7.5s right. and stuff, but uh, I'm still excited. It's been great this, yeah, at, the, at the moment. Every weekend there's a new <coughs> film that I really want to see. At least mm. one, maybe two, which is rare. Okay, well, that's it for films, but... Wait. <laughs> are they the official cinema? They are the official I just want releases. to stop you from telling the story for as long as I possibly can. Uh, so what other films did everyone want to see? For me, it's definitely Midnight. Special. Yeah, Midnight Special for me. For I'm sure. going this weekend. Yeah. I'm writing it down. What about you, Alison? Little you want to see? You're a Divergent fan? I haven't seen any. Are you a cycling, cycling controversy fan? Is that your type of movie? No. Okay. <laughs> For people who don't know, there's another person in the room. I'm not just going to go <laughs> <laughs> see it. 
Um, all right, midnight special. Uh, so that's our midnight pick special. of the week. Yeah. Michelle. All right, well, but is there something else happening in game releases, Alex? Uh, or did you want to speak about something else? There's one movie I want to speak about. So just so people know, uh, when I'm gathering the data or data for the uh, releases, uh, I jump on IMDb and look at their calendar and then sort of go through their selection of the upcoming week's releases. And there's one that I have to give special mention to this week, which comes out next week, actually. On March 22nd. Uh, this is on IMDb's website. Okay. Is March 22nd. Go, go on. You man. can... <laughs> and it doesn't say limited release like it did for Little Prince. But okay. on March 22nd, you can go to the cinemas and watch Dick Shark. <laughs> which is written... Which is written, directed, and starring Bill Zabub. Bill Zabub. <laughs> And Bill Zabub also Wait, wrote... Directed and starring? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Bill Zabub wrote the... <laughs> Bill Zabub wrote the plot summary for his film, Dick Shark. So let me just... Uh, let Wait me just second. give you this a rundown. So listen, this is, this is, a this guy is Dick amazing. Shark. A romantic couple get more... <laughs> a romantic couple get more than they expected after the husband's experiments with penis enlargement... Oh, penis enlargement cream go awry. Uh-huh. Wait, this is not a porn story. Rather, it is an absurd science fiction movie that features a curious new species, the dick shark. <laughs> In some ways, this story asks the same questions that Mary Shelley did when she wrote Frankenstein. Oh my god! Wow. Um, and if you go onto IMDb and you look up dick shark, <laughs> the, the photo, the, the, the poster is essentially like a fleshy coloured, <laughs> great white shark with the girl going like this. Wow. Oh, my Malfoys. God. That's if it's anything like the chickening, I want to see it. <laughs> Can't believe he wrote his own fucking... Oh, so, yeah, so. Dick Shark. Mm. March 22nd. If he was tra- trying to travel through water quickly <laughs> and wanted to use you needed to the shark it. skills, yeah, but, like, it's not in a convenient spot for yeah. him to, like, really take advantage of that. Yeah. yeah. So... Overall, I'd, I'd have to say that he would have done better to apply it to his arm or to get like shark arms, shark yeah. arms, because he could have two sharks travel through water. Quickly, yeah, but, but he yeah. didn't mean to like because the experiment failed in that he was using a penis enlargement. No, cream. I got it. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate that that it was Ooh. like. Oh, not just a the joke. uncut first. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> no, show, can you show I gotta see it. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it, guys. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. The sub, you I'll only do it if one person. Shark. Who wants to read the sub line? I do. I'll read. Okay, go no, for it. No, you no, go for it. Our guest. You have to. You have to read this. No one's allowed to interrupt. Are you ready? <laughs> this is the poster. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the sub line is... In this story, women are the ones who say, don't use your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like he made it out of cheese. I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting. I'm guessing Billy Bob wrote the uh, wrote, wrote the subheading as wow. well. That's a wow. What a subheading. Fuck me. Jesus wow. Christ. I like things. how it was like he had like a gross idea for a pun and he like kind mm. of failed in the execution <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah. It's like the wordy. It's like the most wordy sort of like poorly written kind yeah. of like uncomfortably phrased like kind of a hypothetical like pun. It's like there are so so much fun you could have. Yeah. With yeah. The line. There's budget. Yeah. Uh, who wants to guess the budget of Dick Shark? Oh. I'm going to say. Ten bucks. I haven't seen it. 500 bucks? Oh. 
More. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah, for you didn't make a movie for five hundred dollars. <laughs> well, five hundred dollars. Even the if your penis prosthetic? was already a shark. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go a bit higher. I'm gonna say like seventeen. I'll say twenty-two thousand dollars. Ooh! Yeah. Don't forget, it's getting a nationwide release, according to Alex. Hey, they didn't say otherwise. Confirmed. It's getting massive distribution. <laughs> Six thousand dollars. Six thousand. Wow. He's probably gonna make money off it too. Oh fuck yeah, he is. Dick sell. We just we just Shock devoted sell. five minutes to talking about yeah. it. I mean, I, like, how can you not laugh when you hear the? It's title? the logical so, conclusion of Sharknado. Oh, yeah. Sharknado Four is happening right now. As oh well, so. yeah. That's like I know a guy who works for that production company, and they're like, so like Sharknado is coming. Like they're like yeah. really. Is it Asylum who does that, or is it someone else now? I think it's Asylum. It's still Asylum. Like, I've been to their weird, shitty studio in Burbank. Yeah. Alex. All I'm thinking about is Dick Shark puns. <laughs> if I, for some reason, I'm not satisfied with just Dick Shark and Mid- Midnight Special. <laughs> We've got some game releases. As the perfect double bill, what can I be playing? Uh, this week, uh, from today, when you hear this podcast, March 15th, coming out is uh, EA Sports' UFC 2. If you like a bit of fighting and MMA. Not a real game. No, not a real game. Marvel Battlegrounds. That's a real game. Any thoughts on that? What is that? No, it's confirmed real. Just, it's just a real game. Okay, that's okay. his main thought. Need for Speed coming out on PC. Also real. Salt and Sanctuary. Not real. <laughs> Samurai Warriors Four Empires. Yes, Tamara's game. <laughs> Sebastian Loeb Rally Evo. <laughs> okay. It's his real life game. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's the story ex- of his life. <laughs> it's his human experience game. <laughs> He's been working on it for years, man. Yeah. Blood and sweat. <laughs> Senran Kogura, Estival versus. Don't think it's a real sentence. No matter what game. Bot and Co. No. World's fastest pizza on PC. Oh, I hope so. Mm. That's it. That's it. Wow. That was some, what's it not? Oh my uh, gosh. Maybe they're last oh. week. There's a couple of games that came out last week that we've got to report on. There's one actually based on the. What's that? The, I can never pronounce it. The, the, uh, there's a weird incident. The Dikov. Dick Shark. <laughs> the Dick, Dick Shark, Shark incident. incident. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Games came out. Just look at new PSN. There's one that looks pretty cool. <laughs> um, something else came out. Did something else come out retail? I don't know. I'm just going on today's release. It's only our job. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, there's a quiz. <gasps> there's a quiz today? Woo! It does not involve a kazoo. Damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm so, out. I was listening to the IGN UK podcast and they have a new quiz thing, which we're not going to do all the time, but I thought for once might be fun because they have an interesting way of doing it and it's kind of cool. And I wanted to test everybody out. Nate is looking sweaty because he hates mm. the quiz. He either eats hot stuff or he gets frustrated because he doesn't know the answer. One of two things happen. Let's see what happens today. All right, let's go for it. So I've got five uh, questions. We're going to start the official Geeks this year's quiz right now because we, we finished last year's. Presents were given out. Video's still not up on YouTube, but it will be soon. Um, you don't ever need to put that. Oh, it's video. a pretty great video. Um, we're starting right now with the point system. It's Alex versus Nate versus, versus Justin versus guest. And Nate and I, so as, the not most regular, yeah. as the most regular contributors, we did not win. He didn't win last year. You let <laughs> oh, you let Justin get it get away from the last second. Justin got he, it at the line. I think I accumulated the most cards though. He won a VIP annual Disneyland passport. Wow. Oh, Jeez. Nice. Good for him. So you better fucking use. <laughs> that is a big Yeah, we want photographic thing. evidence. All right. So I've got five things here. Now, the way to do this is, so you know when you go on IMDb, mm-hmm. you know underneath, say like Dick Shark right there. Yeah. 
And the neat dick shark. Uh, <laughs> I never thought you, I'd hear you say that. What is that like? Sting the the stingray sh- sack. Stingrayness. Stingrayness. Very good. Very good. Underneath oh. it, you would find some keywords. Yeah. You see that? So they put the keywords yeah. in the line so people can like search yeah. the films. Like, I want a film with the shark and a penis in it, yeah. and then mm-hmm. that would come up. Perhaps you should consider watching Dick Shark. I've written down. Eight keywords from each of these big films. Oh. Ah. And we're going to see who can get the name of the film first. Now, how big are now, we talking? No, these are big films. Okay. You'll have guaranteed seen all of these things. Oh, wow. Um, if you haven't, you get slapped. Um, now, normally what we do is wait until the end of something. You write something down and we're all very proper. Could not anyone stealing. This time it doesn't matter. Alex is having a <laughs> severe <laughs> problem. Contact is, uh... Oh, shit. Are you oh, okay? No. Uh, oh, dude. I'll be back. Uh, oh. This time... He's just trying to stall so he doesn't anything. This time we're not going to have... Why are you have your dick shark open in <laughs> on your phone? Sorry. Not appropriate. I failed at even trying to. Uh, <laughs> this time you're going to just get to shout stuff out. Okay. Uh, so if right. you're the first person to get the movie. And okay. I'm going to go fairly slowly. I don't know how... I didn't know how hard to make this. Because really mm-hmm. the film can be really easy, but it's down to which keywords to use from the IMDb keywords. Because you get like yes. 120 keywords. Right. And some would be very easy. Right. Um, and I've tried to do them in scaling so they're obscure to begin with and get a little bit easier to further into the eight clues mm-hmm. that you get on each film. Oh, okay. All right. You get a point for obviously each one that you get correct. You feel you good? Have you rectified your eyeball? My contact went up into my eyelid. Oh, yeah. dude. That's could why you I see, Could you contacts. see your brain? I can see my brain, yeah. Excellent. All right, number one film. Are you ready? Yes. The first keyword, soldier. Soldier. So it's, is it? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it, who gets keywords. it first. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can just say stuff. You can start saying stuff oh. now. Civil War, Starship Trooper. No. Uh, what two? Humanity in peril. Um. No. May, um Keyword number in, three. Independence Day. Bow and arrow. Keyword Robin number Hood. four. Female assassin. Hunger Games. Avengers. Yes. Oh. oh. That was good. Thank you. I thought I'd at least have to say the next one's Tesseract, Alien Attack, Black Eye Patch, and Power Suit. Ah. Well done, Nate. That was good. Thank good you. Job. That's the only movie I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to answer Avengers for every <laughs> Movie number two. First keyword. Experiment gone wrong. Jurassic World. Hulk. Yes. Oh. Oh. How do you do that? Nate. Are you in my mind? This is 2016 and Nate is the quiz master. Everything to this point was just a giant <laughs> ploy so I could take over all proceeding quizzes. Order. Oh my I god, I underestimated it. Then I had camouflage, hologram, helicopter crash, child in peril, margaritas, which is when I thought people would that get That would have thrown me off. Island and theme park. Why would margaritas? He became a big, he's like the big, uh, even before the film came out, there was a trailer. And in one of the shots, you see this guy with two margaritas trying to hold him up while he's running oh, through turtles. And it I became a big thing of people dressed up as him. And it turns out he's a friend of Spielberg. And he had like, he owns a, a store called like, was it something? Margaritas or whatever. Uh-huh. So he was like, just his pal in the background. Like, I want to hold two margaritas. Oh, <laughs> and everyone loves him. Cool. Yeah, everyone loves him. Well done. Yeah. Right. Number three. Avengers. First keyword. <laughs> Bully. Teenager. Teen Wolf. Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles. Oh, 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 um. Halloween costume. World War II veteran. Screen. Take a little pause there for a minute. Okay, okay. 
Um, oh, okay. Bully, okay. teenager, Los Angeles, Scream? Halloween costume, World War II veteran. San Andreas? Car as a gift. Transformers. No, we're going back a little bit here. Okay. This isn't a recent Oh, car. okay. It's a classic, but it's not a recent. Oh, it's a classic. Car Bully, as a gift. teenager, Los Angeles, Halloween costume, World War II veteran, car as a gift. Only two more left. American Beauty? No. Donnie Darko? No, we're getting closer. In one very particular way. E.T.? No. Last two are going to give it away, so you tell me when you want to. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bully, you, bully, teenager, Los Angeles, Halloween costume, World War II veteran. That's a big clue. And car as a gift. Mean girls. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to see that much. Uh, I think I need another one. I'm not mm. sure. Yeah. Bonsai. Karate Kid. Ah! See, Ralph I'm not Macchio. up on the Karate Kid movies. Like, I never got Daniel into Sun. them that much, mm. and I just sort of like brilliant people movie. have this connection. It's genuinely a brilliant movie. Yeah, yeah. He was nominated I, I for an see. Oscar. Really, uh, Pat Morita for that role. Really, mm-hmm. as he should have. Been. They say that it the reason the what the the scene that got him the nomination in is when he's drunk and yeah. uh, singing when for his wife and his baby. I'm gonna out myself here, but of the three movies, I haven't seen two. Oh, which Ooh. two have you seen? I haven't seen Jurassic World. And I haven't seen the Karate Kid. God, well, I'm not weird for the rest of the week. <laughs> You're so cool. Okay, we get it. You don't have to watch these movies. All right. <laughs> you go swimming. Okay, cool. Jump Sorry. out of planes. <laughs> uh, skydiving. Right. A, a Looney Tunes <laughs> character just walked into the room. No. Uh, Nicola, you were very close with the Halloween costume out. because yeah. Donnie Darker wears the same costume as Karate right. Kid. Right. Okay, oh, there you wow. go. Oh. Yeah. Number four. Now, I should have stipulated something out of being in this quiz, which, yeah. is, which now I have to stipulate it. It's only going to make it easier. Dick Shark. Yes. <laughs> no, really? so I'm not going to stipulate it. We'll see how far you get without the stipulation. <laughs> Male nudity. Brothers oh. Grimsby? Incest. Oh. oh. Infidelity. Female nudity. <laughs> Prostitution. <laughs> Eunuch. Misogyny. And there's one more left. Yes! What? Really? What? That's not a movie. That's not a movie. I know. I meant to stipulate at the beginning. I was supposed to say that it's TV shows and movies. I was like, that sounds a lot like... But I thought if I stipulated it there... What was the last keyword? Because it was like misogyny. Misogyny. I was like, yeah, that sounds like Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's 2016 and he's the quiz master. dude. I'm cleaning up I never thought anyone, male nudity, incest, infidelity, female nudity, prostitution, eunuch, misogyny would get gay. Eunuch. It was eunuch and misogyny. The last clue was dragon. Yeah. You got oh, three you it, Nate. points. Uh, it's 2016. It's a whole new ball game, babe. It's 2016. In 2015, he fooled us all by acting like an idiot <laughs> consistently, <laughs> week in and week out. But now, it seems like he might know a little bit. <laughs> he he might have some just a tiny bit of general knowledge. <laughs> all right, the final one, final movie. You ready? Mm-hmm. Number one, Catacomb. Indiana Jones? Tomb Raider. Fuck me, you. He got it! No. No, quite. It's got to be the exact Indiana one. Jones and the Lost Ark? No. Camel. Last Crusade. Oh, yes. come yes. on. That, I can't take that. That's bullshit. Yeah. I got uh, it off the first. Yeah, I think Nate's going to get that. What the fuck? You said Catacomb. What other movie has a fucking Catacomb, catacomb in it? Yeah. It's 2016. Oh, well, that's a big movie. Interview with Vampire. 
Yeah. Sanctum. It's 2016, and he is the quiz master. Maybe keywords are my thing. Maybe that's how I like. Okay, let me think. Should I have started with camel and fez? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have gotten. Then I had Nazi, and I had younger version of. I probably would have got Nazi after camel. Father slaps son, chalice. Father slaps son. Oh, chalice! I would have got. Yeah. Knight, I wouldn't. Knight would have thrown me off. Mm, Interesting how your brain works. Yeah, it's crazy. Quiz. Nate's definitely in the lead. Yeah. Three it's points a good way to start to one. The year. Although I think I started last year way ahead, and then I sort of you did, yeah. Separate. And then depression we had some music the ones that I just yeah. couldn't. Yeah, you weren't very good with the kazoo. No. <laughs> but now I know your trick. From from next week, you'll start playing it like you don't know anything. Exactly. Until the start of 2017, <laughs> and then losing yeah. will also be a part of the whole master yeah. plan. Yeah. I was like, you're on a game show. Can you always You're like, look at me, sympathy, I'm losing. Okay, yeah. I'm actually a nice guy. What's that the theme tune to? That's Jurassic World, I know that, yeah. That sounded like Holy Monty Python, the Holy Grail. Yeah. Box office time. People made money this week. Do you want to find out who? Yeah. All right, let's do it. I think I know. All right, top 20 films of the week. We're just going to do top 15 because I'm lazy. Number 15, The Witch or The Vitch? The Vitch. Number 15. <laughs> the movie I was so expecting you guys to like more than you did. Yeah, me too. I was expecting yeah. to love it. Mm. I, but I knew I shouldn't have said anything because it was like I built it up for you. Uh, I still wouldn't have Number 14, did The Facebook Force you about that? Anyway, Awakens. The Force Awakens. <laughs> Are you can do a sound effect for you. Number thirteen, Eddie the Eagle. If people are still listening, they're out in the next second. Number twelve, Kung Fu Panda Trois. Jack Black. Number eleven, The Revenant. Tom Hardy. It really helps if you have to say who the impression Number ten, Risen. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> it's a Jesus one, right? <laughs> That's all I think of. Number Jesus. nine. Gods of Egypt. Sweet Jesus. Number nine. Gods of Egypt. I sometimes uh, I'm Jedi Butler, but I'm a pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. Oh. What are all those Egyptians doing over there? <laughs> yeah, that is what I sound like. Number eight. The Brothers Grimsby. You made a favorite film. Contributed. Yeah, we got some quotes for that. Can you replicate um, the sound at the end in the final? <laughs> oh, it was like the sound at the end. It was like. <laughs> I'm gonna do it real close to the mic, indeed. <laughs> oh my god! Number seven, the young Messiah. When did this one creep out? Sweet Jesus. We got one. We got one. Jesus movie. How Messiah. many do we need? This is younger years. So it's yeah. a bit oh, like, young Jesus. It's a bit like the Fonzie. It's the origin years. story. Yeah, we were just talking about it. You don't hear anything about what he did before he was in his 30s. And back in those days, you died pretty fucking early on. 30s was not you yeah. know, young mm. or middle-aged. That was you getting close to death by yeah. that point. So yeah. majority of his life, 
didn't do much. Oh, apart from apparently a few lines where he learnt everything to do with what God was about, which you think he would know being God. And didn't you, didn't you find well, a story about him not... pushing a kid off a, a roof or something? Or yeah, pushing... he pushed a kid off a roof as well, off a bridge for well, being, for knocking into him. So what you're saying carpentry. is he's Mark Wahlberg? Huh? He spent years learning carpentry. Yeah, but what did he fucking do with that? Bait mill tables and chairs and stuff. But for what? For money? No. That was for trade, surely. For yeah, trade. it was for money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, but why did he only get table? around to it? If he came down to do this shit, I'm not disputing. I'm just saying, if he came down to do this stuff, did he just get distracted by woodwork for 30 <laughs> years? Like, what the fuck? Hey, man. God, he's just Dad, you put some beautiful wood on this earth. <laughs> I'd like to touch it. You think you'd start straight yeah, away. Be a it's like, boy. Jesus, man. I've got like, like with life expectancy in these mm. years, it's not very long. I need to get straight to this. You bring up really good questions about Jesus. Thank you. I always got A plus in my Sweet divinity class. Really? Because I was, you know, I'm English, really? so I'm an atheist. Yeah. But I would ask questions because I was interested by it. I think it's fascinating because everything comes from something. Yeah. And that's why I you're so really. angelic. Thank you. Uh, number six, the perfect match. I don't know this one. It's about a pack of matches. Excellent. <laughs> number five, whiskey tango foxtrot. I want to see that. I don't know anything about this movie other than mm. the poster is everywhere. Exactly. Mm. I saw I like, I mean, the trailer was like really, I saw the trailer and it was like, really bad but yeah, like i, I so. even felt that like it could be a good movie even in the trailer side well it's based on a book by an actual journalist who went actual journalist by by, by a journalist it's a book it's a real book by an actual journalist that actually went to afghanistan and, i doubt um, it doesn't sound probable um it still looks yeah. like a tv show to me it, yeah number yeah. four that's all i'm saying yeah, yeah. london has fallen Gerard Butler in London. Dude, that post, have you seen the poster for that movie? Oh my god! Just dude. Union Jack. Prepare for bloody hell. Oh god, that's so funny that you bring that up because I was laughing about that. Like, because in a funny way, it's like misunderstanding how like bloody is used. Exactly, but I yeah. mean, like, I get it. It's a pun, but it's like, mm. it's just, it's a weird. I mean, nope. I get it. It's like fun to watch people in like fuzzy hats yeah. jump off of cracking concrete. It's true, mm-hmm. but. I don't know, whatever. Number three. Oh, there was. Oh, no, it's not quite yet. Number three, Deadpool is uh, wow. still there. Number two, 10 Cloverfield Lane in its opening weekend, made 25 million. And number one, Zootopia holds on number one spot, $50 million in its second weekend. Uh, reportedly the best Disney film in years. Oh, wow. wow. Well Let's done. give that a clap. None of us have seen it. Have you seen it? None of us have seen it. No. I actually thought I'm you going were talking about weekend. the Zoolander movie. For, I have no. heard nothing. No, about that it. is not. That didn't make top in 20? In the top 20. Wow. Whoa. That movie did shit. Um, I'm excited for Zootopia. But Alex, you said some of the other stuff that's coming out, including Dick Shark and Midnight Special. Yep. And, well, <laughs> the other ones. <laughs> I can't get by Dick Shark. Uh, the perfect double bill. Allegiant. Allegiant. Little uh, in the program. So here's a part of the program where we decide where we think the top three films the next week are going to be. Let's start with our guest, Nicola. <laughs> Is Dick Shark going to topple? I don't even know what to say to that. What's going to be the top three films in next week? Deadpool. Deadpool at what point? Where is he going to be? Is that uh, three right three. now? He's going to be three still. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we've got Nicola, Deadpool. Deadpool at number three. What's the number two? Oh, um, I, don't, I don't know if the, any of those releases are going to push anyone off the top maybe mm. yeah, it's a tough one yeah it's a really tough one i'd say the, the disney's still gonna be up there say so mm-hmm. it one i guess one well, zootopia's yeah. still at number one i'm gonna give one of the ones um a bit of a 
See that? This is the thing. I'd say Little Prince, but if we can't He's out. count out Canada, of the well, we can't. we're talking about money in yeah. the U.S. of A. Yeah, damn it. Gotta <laughs> make a decision. All right, cool. I'll go for I'll go for Midnight Special. Midnight Just Special number because two. I want to see it. The and I want to see it drops off. Yep. Okay, interesting. interesting. It will drop to four. Interesting. 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 Pretty confident with that one. Yeah. Nate. I like it just the way it is. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Same, same week. Same games. as Alex. Same as. Yeah, exactly same as Nate. Right. Keep it, keep it the same. I think you're all underestimating the power. I think Midnight Special will come in. Dick Shark will come out. Come in at four. <laughs> you think Dick Shark will come out top? <laughs> I don't think, I think it'll come somewhere. <laughs> I think so you're, you're saying that Alex, fishy, Alex, you're saying the same, same. What it is? Yeah, I'm saying Zootopia, Ten Cloverfield, Deadpool's going to hold on to three. Midnight Special will overtake London as well. I think, you, I think you're all vastly underappreciating how much those fucking Divergent films make. Uh, oh, shit. I yeah, forgot about I that. Forgot Sorry. About that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Give me a second. Uh, I'm going to say Zootopia is going to hold on to top spot. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. That Divergent one will jump above Cloverfield. Okay. Um, Cloverfield will drop to third. And then you'd have Deadpool. Uh, Midnight Special. Okay. But yeah, okay. I mean, if I'm uh, honest, I would actually say the same thing as what Alex says. Yeah. I'm going to change my number two to Insurgent. I forgot well. about Gore. the Ent. One of the Ent films. Yeah. L-E-G-E-N-T. Uh, Allégion. Allégion. Yeah. I'm actually going to have Allégion down. What are there other options after Divergent Insurgent? Allégiant. Don't know remember what Zootopia was at last week. Elegant. Elegant. It's a lot. Happy ending. I think it's going to be really close down to a million dollars between Zootopia and Elysian next week. Because Zootopia is going to, you're going to cut down to, I don't know, 30, 25, maybe. 25 probably by next week. And I think Elysian, I think Elysian could just pop it. So I'm going to put Elysian at number one. Oh. Controversial. You're putting your hands in a lot of teenagers' pockets. That's my private business, Nate, and I don't like you in a Um and I mean, because they were like selling out for the move. I'm going to put Cloverfield number three. I hope it doesn't drop off too much. Everyone should go and see Cloverfield. Fucking great. Uh, yeah, dude, I want to see Cloverfield. I'm gutted I missed it with you guys. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I've seen it. I'll be down. Yeah, That's sweet. it. What? No, it's great. It's great. It's a great movie. So we're going to very quickly, so you have one news uh, thing. We're now going to go into spoiler territory. For um, now, this doesn't really matter for you guys. Well, actually, maybe it does. Maybe you guys should leave the room. Me and Alex should talk about this because if you haven't seen Cloverfield, oh. you probably shouldn't listen to this a little bit. All right. Uh, so if you're about to get out of here, please go on iTunes, uh, type in Tesla. We'll pop up with the Geeks podcast. Please subscribe. Leave us a little rating. Tell us we suck. We don't care. Whatever. Just talk. You're about a loser. Us. Tell me I'm a loser more. <laughs> All right, um, guys. I'm go on YouTube. Out. Type in We Are Tessellate. Google YouTube We Are Tessellate. Please subscribe to our channel. It helps us out. When we get 500 subscribers, we can you know, have our own URL. And you can get us We Are Tessellate on everything. We've got our website. You can watch all our videos. You can link to a podcast. You can read some reviews. You can look at some music. You can, you know, send us abusive emails. Whatever you want to do. And we're We Are Tessellate on all of the social medias. Nicola, how can yes. people get in contact with you and see your stuff? You already said ratanddragon.com. Sure. Ratanddragon.com. Uh, we have a really cool Instagram account as well which is Rat and Dragon, which I forgot to mention earlier on, with underscores in between. Underscores in between? Yes, Rat underscore and underscore dragon. And if you want to email me, you can email me at Nicola at ratanddragon.com. That's N-I-C-O-L-A. Nice. Nate. Nate's writing down the details. Mm -hmm. Um, 
<laughs> Why don't you go to my new short film website? It's WHTTP. WHTTP. I'm going back. Uh, backslash or forward slash. I always forget which one, but there's two of them. And then you go ahead and type Why in Kickboxing Mama. M-A-M-A. M-A-M-A dot com. And can you look at that on Netscape or Explorer? You can, you can, if you dial up, but you gotta, you have to make sure that you've reset your modem router. Yeah. Um, can I get it on the AOL chat rooms? Uh, you can follow a link, but um, what you have to do is you have to right click on, it's a whole, look, it's better <laughs> it just to go like straight. It sounds like a bull Yeah. A bull <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about AOL chat rooms last night. And how that was, because someone said, hey, I'm living in the greatest, like, I'm living in the best time in, you know, web right now, because everything's like, well, not AOL chat rooms, what the fuck, it's like the Wild West. Oh, yeah. You just opened your fucking browser, and stuff happened. <laughs> I didn't know I could shop without porn just appearing in front of me, because just, like, just stuff constantly just happened. Now you have to go and search things out all the time and find them. I know. But back in those days, it was crazy, sure some enough. of the chat rooms. It was before, like, Google really had its... It was oh, they had no clue. Yeah. It was literally the Wild West. Yeah. It was just stuff just happened. And no one could do anything about it. Those were the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> yeah. All right, All right man. See you guys later. We're going to talk about Clover for five minutes and then we'll come through. Spoiler and see you. alert. Right, so we'll be in the other room. I'm going to bring my pet tie. Mm, <laughs> is the beer in the other room? No, the beer's in the fridge. Beer's in the fridge, yes, if you want it. I'm going to start talking straight away, so you're going to want to run. <gasps> run. Unless you don't care about spoilers. So that time when Cloverfield... Has the baby. The crossover with Snoopy really took me by surprise. Oh, yeah. And when Dick Shark came <laughs> crashing through that building. Oh, uh, who knew J.J. Abrams fronted that 6,000 it took to get make Dick Shark a reality. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. So me and Alex um, and our betrothed people. And Justin. And Justin. Well, that's what we're talking about, Justin. Uh, we all went to see 10 Cloverfield Lane the other day. Like I say, the second and last spoiler warning, we will be talking about that film properly. Um, Alex. First of all, I've got so I've got a bit of news about it. But first of all, how do you feel about Tank Cloverfield Lane? Uh, I I really really loved it. Um, like I told you uh, before, uh, after we watched the film, when the first Cl- Cloverfield came out, I really invested uh, myself not just into the film but into the whole viral online marketing campaign they did with what I found out only the other day was called the AGR. Which is oh. the alternative or ARG, sorry, alternative reality game, oh. which is what they called their online marketing sort of campaign, where they had the website for Tataru Otto, whatever it's called, the company that owned the satellite and mm. all these external things, and you would find links and basically build up all these clues of. So what explain it was. that to me, because at the end of the movie, yeah, you have like so one of the genius things was Cloverfield one, which didn't practically didn't work, but was a lovely idea was. Mm-hmm. The, the data tape keeps getting chucked around and when it does you jump into what was on the data tape before it got re-recorded yep. over and you get these nice little flashbacks essentially but mm-hmm. organic doesn't really work practically but it's really cool really yeah, yeah. and at the end you end with that like some sad stuff happens at the end of Cloverfield and then you get the shot of them all happy and they're by the beach and mm-hmm. you see in the background this little satellite falling into the water Yeah. now everyone knows it's satellite because they've talked about being a satellite mm-hmm. I didn't used to see it like that so when I used to see that movie and we noticed the thing in the background we genuinely, because it was 2008, and I know stuff was over the internet, but it wasn't quite as much about that stuff on the internet as there is mm-hmm. now, where everyone really picks things apart. Um, I genuinely thought that that was the monster. Right. It fell to earth and it fell into the ocean. Uh, now, since then, there's this whole thing, like, you know, we read an article recently about about how the monster was awakened from under the sea, very much like Godzilla. 
and all this stuff. But potentially by what was in the... Potentially by what was inside the satellite. Mm -hmm. um, which certainly does not correlate in any way with 10 Cloverfield Lane. No. So to be clear, they've called 10 Cloverfield Lane a blood relative. They've come out, you know, it's it's been openly discussed now. It was, it was already um, a separate project, essentially, that they kind of bashed into shape to be a Cloverfield sort of sequel. Um, sort of prequel sort of quite universe. late in the production from what they're saying <laughs> yeah yeah um, and yeah they're really now trying to sell it as it's its own thing like mm -hmm. it, it yeah sure it ties in some ways and maybe in the third one they're going to figure out a way to make it all make sense yeah I don't genuinely believe they know what they're doing at the moment which is disappointing because I really wanted to and I came out of 10 Cloverfield Lane thinking that works like yeah. that kind of fits together this just, just takes place then and this takes place then so I'm kind of sad to have the information. You asked me that question before we did a podcast of would I rather not live in a, the kind of digital age where I know this wasn't meant to be a Cloverfield film, where I know they haven't necessarily figured out all the things and they're talking about it as an alternate dimension, where I could have just watched this in the 80s and just been, oh yeah, this is a new Cloverfield yeah. film. And yeah, I would have rather not have access to that information, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same because for me, you know, coming out of that film, I thought... Fuck, like that's just such a ballsy way to to make a not sequel sequel um mm. and i and i love that idea of, of you know i'm also coming out reading all these sort of different sort of reviews and people saying and even the director coming out and saying it, it's sort of like a parallel universe to the cloverfield universe but for me coming out of it i was like it's totally connected i don't have to understand why mm. but they've made something within that universe um and I and I loved how gutsy that was, and I thought every sequel should be like that, where where you 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 plant your audience back in that universe that they're familiar with, they know the world, they know um, they don't have to necessarily see what's out there, but they know the potential of of, of what's lurking or whatever, or uh, um, and it exists, but it's new characters, it's a different story, and and I thought yeah. that was great, and yeah, finding out that they sort of. <laughs> yeah sort of punched that onto the project quite late in the production i mean i don't necessarily feel cheated by it but it, it takes a bit of that sort of excitement it's just a little disappointing it. like so for me i've just decided <laughs> i'm going to ignore that stuff because i've not sat down with jj Abrams since he's not personally told me something <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm gonna pretend you know that some of that isn't true and whatever yeah. i want to believe i'll believe because i like it that way it does frustrate me because, yeah, like not really. I honestly didn't know it was a satellite that went in the ocean until I started reading up all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I honestly thought it was a monster in the end of field. So for me, that's why this film made sense because, like, well, that makes sense. And like you're saying, the first wave is to drop off these things that start yeah. to clear out and braze the cities. Um, and I don't see why retroactively they couldn't even have done that with this movie. Now, that's a frustrating thing about it. It's like there's so much stuff with this movie. Is it would be so easy to make this movie fit into the Cloverfield universe. But like, that's the thing is like for me, because yeah, going back to what I was saying, cause I was invested in all the, the, the sort of myth and, and story they uh, created outside of that first film with the, like the Japanese company and the, the satellite and, um, and which they've done consequently with this film. And yeah. there's clues in, in the film that, that for me, I, I noticed and picked up straight away. Like when he first, uh, mentions he works for a satellite company for my, my initial thinking was like fuck satellite dropped in that's already the link um, and then later there's a flash uh, when she goes through one of the um, air ducts and she there's like a glimpse of her looking at a, a uh, envelope and on the envelope I didn't know what it said at the time but I looked on the internet and it says bold 
Futura, which was the project that that satellite was attached to, which is a company uh, John Goodman's character works for. So for me, like that's enough, like whether at mm-hmm. least completely, but that for me but it's puts it in like, that world. What would you, but that's the thing is like, because even with the director, there was an interview with him recently and he said, you know, no, this isn't an actual sequel or anything. This is a blood relative and it mm-hmm. takes place in the same multiverse, basically, I think was the word he used or something. And it's like, well, well then why put this cool stuff in there? Like, yeah, why? Yeah. Why? I mean, is it, are they really that half-assed? We're like, well, it's easy for us. Let's, we need a folder. Let's put some of this stuff because it kind of yeah, ties yeah. it in. And that just really frustrates me. I'm just like, it's all kind of there and it's so easy to interpret as, yeah, it could be Cloverfield, like very easily. Yeah. You know, it could be, like we said, it could be a prequel and a sequel. The only thing that really throws that, as I'll be pointing out, is she has an iPhone 6 mm-hmm. in the film, which obviously doesn't work out with the times. Um, but honestly, from the sound of it, I just think they didn't think about that stuff, you know? So I have here, have you, have you read this, the original ending for the film? No, I don't think so. Uh, so a new report from Collider reveals what the original ending for 10 Cloverfield Lane was and how it differed from the one we got. You ready for this? Ooh, think maybe, yeah. I'm going to read it anyway. In the original script, Michelle escapes the shelter and is chased through the farmhouse by Howard, who still wants to protect her. She blinds him with the bathroom cleaner. He tells her about his tragic life, his dead wife, missing daughter, treacherous Nate, etc. So we get a lot more backstory on him there. Dead wife, missing daughter. Mm-hmm. There are two things which are not clarified in the film as it stands at the moment. You're kind of left yeah. almost with a... I was left with the idea of they realized the kind of stuff he was up to and left him or something like that. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the feel I got from the movie. Um, missing daughter as well is like strange. Um, it's, I don't know. It's weird. There's also... So yeah, also on the net now through these different clue sites that they leave behind there's more stuff that delves into his relationship with his daughter oh okay um, but anyway so you get more of a cheesy ending with him chasing after her and her blinding him and then he's spilling his guts blah 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 then she shoots him in the kneecap and runs away he ends the movie alive entreating Michelle to be careful later after travelling down empty roads and finding no one around to help her she crests a hill and sees the Chicago skyline smoldering and destroyed yeah. no explanation is given we don't even know what she will do next, only that she now knows that Howard, for all his oddity, was correct. The final line in the script is, she slowly pulls down the mask on the hazmat suit before taking a breath. Now, this was more how I actually thought it was going to end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very happy it didn't. I really was. I wouldn't mind have seen the city, necessarily. I'd like the way they ended it, though. But definitely not that bullshit with him. Like, that just sounds so boring to me. But would you still... Yeah, I, I, I would have taken that bit out, but would have still happily accepted... Her seeing a destroyed city landscape. Yeah, but so yeah, so that's exactly what this sounds like. Like this was the original script before the Cloverfield was put into it. Yeah, yeah. So this really seems like yeah, that's the traditional ending you'd expect from it. And the guy chases her, mm-hmm. and it's you know, and then the twist is oh he was right, and there is an apocalyptic thing going on. What it is, you don't know. Yeah, but there's something. There no aliens from the look of it, but who knows? Um, and then they just yeah basically said how about when she gets yeah. out fucking aliens and weird shit just happens and it turns into twilight zone and that's which i'm th- happy for yeah and that's the thing that you sort of brought up right after the film which i've been thinking about in the last couple of days was if you didn't know about cloverfield if you hadn't seen the first one you weren't familiar with that world would you how would you accept that how would you ending? digest that ending, how would you yeah. digest it that uh, that you've sort of seen this uh you know, very kind of psychological, uh, contained, I guess, what, thriller? Yeah, it's a taut thriller. Yeah. It really is. Uh, but with this slight apocalyptic bent to it that you're not mm-hmm. sure about, and clearly that's all the hint that they originally had. Yeah. And instead, yeah, it goes crazy, monsters, weird, 
you know, aliens, spaceships, Independence Day. And your feeling was that you would, that for you, you would have absolutely loved that, regardless. Like if you hadn't. Known. Oh, I think yeah. For me, because I'm perverse like that, I really like something just to, you know, do something bizarre and ballsy at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is why this other ending sounds a bit boring to me. Um, so I would, I would have still really, really loved it. I think in some ways I might have been more excited. It would have been a different experience because I was waiting the whole time for thinking that like, there has to be a monster. Like there has to yeah. be somewhere. I know like he's that a monster as feeling. well, but there has to be an actual monster as well. Yeah. Um, and that definitely tainted the way. So the only problem I have with this is again, I love the ending of 10 Cloverfield Lane. And now that's kind of solid because it really just, it's one of the things where I, I really like the movie. And at the end of the day, it's all about the movie and I really like it. I think the movie is great. This, these bits of information just make me not like the people who made the movie because it just seems so lazy, you know, yeah, to yeah. do that stuff. And to literally, like, from the sounds of this, you could literally just take the script and just, oh, let's just lop off the end and put in Cloverfield-y stuff. But yeah. not even bother to put in real Cloverfield-y stuff, just sort of pseudo-y Cloverfield. And I'm just like, it's just, go all, f- go all fucking for it then, if you're going to do yeah, it, yeah. you know? Like, make it tie in perfectly or something. And it bothers me, these kind of, traded up scripts anyway like they've done it a lot with the horror franchises all the Hellraiser films are like that after three or whatever they're all just other scripts for thrillers and then they shove Pinhead in at yeah, some point yeah. and I just don't it just pisses me off a little bit so I'm, I'm frustrated because I love the film still but knowing this stuff just makes me feel a bit you know oh, I, I kind of don't want to love it now because I kind of I'm annoyed with them for just doing that you know just sort of lopping off an appendage and putting something else on. Yeah, and it's funny. I mean, I keep I've read so many different things now, and from uh, they they're starting to kind of contradict each other. Like I've read ones with the director saying, "No, it was always a Cloverfield project," and then other things I've read mm-hmm. where he's like, "Well, no," and then other people saying, "No, it was a spec script," and then they took it and it was just called the seller, and they were making it and mm-hmm. whatever. And it's like I think if something, if something like that floats around, that's going to be probably more true. Yeah, yeah, and people, you know, because some people have been, oh yeah, but if he kept a secret for so long, why did he keep a secret for so long? Like, they probably didn't. Like, he was probably, the, I think the company probably bought him in after his Portal short film, tried to figure out what to sue. I know he was meant to be doing this Tower Block film for years, yeah, or something. Um, and then at some point had this thing, and JD Abrams maybe at that point said, oh, this script might work for some Cloverfieldy thing. You could help me figure it out. And then once they know that, yeah, they're going to keep it quiet for three years. What yeah. do? Of course they are, because um, that's what they like to do with this stuff. I don't know. So I, I would say go and see the movie. If anybody listening or watching, this was your first Cloverfield experience, uh, write us in and let us know how like you felt about it. If you want to tweet, we are Tesslate or write us in, we are Tesslate at Outlook.com. You know, I went back yesterday and I watched Cloverfield. Um, yeah, I, I still love that film. I think it's great. I think it's... Uh, I think that's actually one of my favorite found footage films. Oh, definitely. Um, and... And sort of seeing it and then putting it up against uh, against 10 Cloverfield Lane. And even knowing that that sort of theme came on maybe later, mm. um, I still like it. I still yeah. like them side by side. That's the thing. I, I just love want... that decision of let's do a different genre and a different style. Yeah. And, and I want all this stuff that we're reading about now to go away. Yeah. And just to be able to enjoy those two films. And in yeah. my head, find the things that I want to link them. And with the sound of it with this third film called God Particle or whatever, which might be the third Cloverfield, um, which is about astronauts. Could be a cool way to make it all make sense. You know, mm-hmm. it might be the JJ. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they rushed this. You know, maybe they did. And it was just rushed and JJ's now got to figure out, okay, let's just figure out how to tie those things together. We left enough loose strands and we, you know, I don't know. 
Who knows? Uh, he's got something cooking. I mean, because what? It was 2008. Cloverfield yep. came out. There were so Long many time. rumors about, will they do a sequel? Won't they do a sequel? Um, Why would he must now? he must have something in his pocket if, Why to like now? put this, yeah, yeah, to do I, this. I really hope so. Even if he's just lying so. to us <laughs> yeah. and he makes the next one up and just sort of tenuously ties it together. I don't care because I'll be, I'll be trying to make it work. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. So go see 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, and yeah, like I said earlier, please go to iTunes. Please subscribe to our podcast. It really does, really does help us out. I'm not even kidding. Not even, I'm not joking. He's not joking. Nobody's Alex. laughing. Like everyone left. It's not funny. They just walked out. They left us alone. Um, you can follow me, Mr. Al White, on all the social medias, on the URL, on the Twitters, on the Grinders, on the Happen, which doesn't have an A or an E. It's very yeah. confusing. Um, you can follow me on Xbox, Mr. Al White, and on PlayStation, I am Smudge, S M. D G E, not Mr. Albi, as I've been telling people. Yeah, Alex. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexander Chard, and on the Xbox Live and PS4 whatever online thing. PS4 E. I'm uh, Rainbow Chard, all one word, like the sweet, like delicious dish. vegetable that you can steam. Uh, or... oh, I always think of it as the fish. I don't know why Rainbow Chard. Rainbow Chard is like, uh, do you call it Chard in England? Silver beet? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't do it. You've got chard. Rainbow Chard. You've just Swiss Chard. I was thinking of the fish. Though. Is there a fish called Chard or Char? Is it? Maybe Char. Rainbow, because there's a rainbow trout. <laughs> That's a fish. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to name my fishes now. Rainbow Chard. Um, I had another point. Oh, yeah. If you'd like to write for us, we'll look for people to do some reviews. If you're interested in doing some reviews for a site, um, we don't pay much, but we pay depending on sort of uh, content, how big it is and stuff, your article. If you have an article or just a review of something, give us an email. We are tessellateoutlook.com and we'll get back to you. Uh, will we write, uh, will we yeah, pay people if they write a review of Dick Shark? Yeah, oh, absolutely. If you write a review of Dick Shark, please send it in. <laughs> we'll pay you uh, three. Maybe they can come and guess. Three edible penises. <laughs> yeah. Not um, all sharks. No, no sharks though. Don't eat the sharks, man. Yeah, no. Second don't biggest black market industry after yeah. the drug industry. Do you know that? Once you get black, black fins. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you sticking with us. Have a lovely week. Go see Ten Cloverfield. Go see Zootopia. Go see Midnight Special. Go see Dick Shark. And we are geeks. Yeah.